0: Welcome to episode thirty-one of the Intermission Podcast, the show where two film graduates discuss classic, iconic, and obscure films.
1: There's a cobweb there
0: from times gone by. We're your host, Oscar W.
1: Fitchett. Oh uh, yeah, Robbie Tweedo, hello. was that? <laughs> this, <laughs> was that? This is where you speak. Yeah, was that cobweb on the on the podcast or just just on your desk? Ha ha ha! Dusting off the cobwebs because we're we're back, baby.
0: I like to think that we've just done a reverse Stranger Things four, like our season four, like how they released yeah. like six, and it was like now you need to wait for the last two. We 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 gave you all the first two episodes of season yeah. four, and we and then we went away for months, and then we just
1: <laughs> fucked off <laughs> you <know what? laughs> because you know you've got to, we've got to test if you're loyal. You know this is what it's about.
0: <laughs> we need right yeah i think this like the intro bit of this need we need some slight prefacing we need to just basically like give like everyone you know i feel this is also a very fitting first film back in the sense that right the two parents need to sit years old down need to explain what happened yeah it's we didn't fall out no we're fine <laughs> it's fine we're, we're good. good we're good we know we left you at your hand for far too long <laughs> for far too long but let us explain <laughs> Let's explain. We, because if if you're only a YouTube or Spotify listener viewer, you would have heard us at the end of uh, Fist of Fury. By the way, thank you all for making that go to thousands of views. Yeah, again, thanks, guys. Bruce Bruce Lee once again doing it big, and you're downright. We're gonna do the rest of his filmography in the next scene.
1: Is the Golden Goose, and we've only got like three more movies. <laughs>
0: we've got three more fucking films on this. Two two and a half, technically. Yes. <laughs> So we're fucking, we're milking that motherfucking dry is all I'm saying. Yes, absolutely. And then, and then we'll see how Jackie Chan does once we're done after Bruce Lee. Yes. Then, but, so what Up? you also heard us go, ah, uh, first of all, you heard me ill as fuck. Because I was, on that episode, I can maybe if you, I don't know if you remember, Robbie, I was still recovering from a flu that episode. Yes. So you might be like, oh, did Oscar die? No, he didn't No, he's die. fine. Um, I'm fine, and then, and then at, at the end, end, end of that, we're like, "We'll we see you next week for Cream versus Kramer. Kramer Goodbye, and then just nothing. Yeah, we lied. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> and what happened with that was that <laughs> we, again, we thought ourselves nah, now with this module of uni we could fit it in, we could do it. We, I mean, nah. what ended up happening was Robbie had a breakdown. Yeah. Do you remember that, Robbie?
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, it got pretty stressful near the end of that production. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs>
0: It involved us lot still in the edit suite with like what five of the entire class of uni. Yeah, not just not five of our crew, five of
1: us. Yeah, five of the class. Just... One of which was my crew, two of which were your crew, and two of which were Anna's. Well, no, the the, the
0: main people that were still turning up at that point it was me, you, Reese, Anna, and Anna, Leonard. Leonard. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, two, two, two of each for two for me, Reese for you. And then just, just Leonard, Leonard for Anna. Yeah. Jesus. So it was, it was, it got out. And there was one point where like Robbie was just on the very, like, just the edge. And the day we were meant to film Kramer versus Kramer, Robbie just stormed out the edit suite while we were on our way to the vending machines going, like, fuck it. I can't, no, fuck Oscar. I'm, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't do it. I just can't record the podcast tonight. Fuck it. I just can't. So I was like, I got too much. I need to do. It was a lot of that, and then it, I think the next week I had to. I was in a similar rut in the sense yeah. of like, I know I'm tired. Ty- this is why I made the decision to post on Instagram saying we're delayed until further notice.
1: Yes, as opposed to so we're delayed to next week because
0: I didn't give yeah I didn't give yeah. a take because I'm like no, realistically we're not going to be fine the next week. Yeah. <laughs> next week. But what happened in that time is we had the film festival. We saw our mm-hmm. films. Yeah. On the big screen at Arc. I would say it was one of my favorite times I've ever had, yeah, I loved it. Personally. It was
1: yeah, one of the one of the best nights of my life, seeing that seeing people laugh at my shit jokes. It was great, I had a great time uh, we,
0: our i our like because the order we had like uh we have boulder and pebble sam's film to start then we had midnight anna's film the, the the last film before the interval yeah um and then there was a break and then there was us two and then there was my film then your film was love bethany and the story of lover and applying warfare yeah and at this point i and at this point as well i brought a hit flask with me into this film festival
1: yeah <laughs> yeah we were
0: <laughs>
1: we had some fun <laughs>
0: We thought oh, it I'll be a fun little time, and it was a fun little time. We were sat at the back and my films came on to which I just decided to go like, are we ready to down the mood? Woo! And and it got the exact same, it got the ex- the exact response I wanted in the sense of like, it was just silent, Everyone watched it. I was very happy with how certain scenes turned out. I'm not going to say anything about the film because it's currently on its festival run, which I'll get to a little bit later as well in this section. Um, But there was a lot of stuff that I was happy with of that, uh, with the reaction to that. And, of course, right after my fucking A24 impression It was your film, which...
1: Which is not really that. It's not... Which flipped
0: the tone entirely. But everyone rode the wave with it as well. It was so cool. I got, um, I think... I can't remember. I'll post it. I'll put it at the end of this episode, maybe. Of uh, I'll put the, re- the audience reaction to uh, the ending of Robbie's. Uh, <laughs> uh, I-, I won't put the actual ending. I'll just put like when the credits go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so no spoilers in these films, but you'll see my react, the ending reaction of my film and then the ending reaction of Robbie's. Yeah. Brilliant brilliant it was oh, sorry robbie, robbie also had tell me to not keep drinking because uh, i was just sipping away at that flask like it was just like i was sipping it like a cider yeah, it was bad and i just want to preface it was just pure jack daniels in that flask <laughs> it was it was a mix with anything it was just jack daniels yeah <laughs> to which robbie was like he- "He's off we need a network after this we didn't network
1: but no but we but it's good that I stopped you anyway because we were i mean we had a good night afterwards didn't we? Yes, yes, you know. I,
0: and I was, and I was, and I got quite tipsy. Yeah, quite quite tipsy. <laughs> and also, since that night, we all we we graduated. Yes, yeah. Well, oh
1: yeah, shit. I can't. I'm trying to think of like so much. What's gone so on since we last happened. did an episode? and it? it, yeah, so yeah, much. we graduated. We finished. We're done. That's it. Was yeah. we, it's weird now? Um, you introducing the podcast as two film graduates. That's weird.
0: I had to change in the bio last night. Oh really? I was like, oh yeah. We're not film students, we're film yeah, graduates we're film now. Graduates now. Yeah, 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 yeah. no, I need to adjust my my speech. Yeah. yeah, I did fine with that. Yeah. But I was like rehearsing it constantly this morning. I was like film two film graduates. <laughs> I'm so sure we're two film graduates just, I'm so sure we're two film graduates. Yeah. But yeah, and also so loads of things have happened. I'm sure with, in the intermission I do want to get into a bit of a, a night a few nights that We that I haven't talked to you about that you haven't because that's another thing. This is the reason why we're still we're doing this virtually once again is because we don't live in the same place anymore. We're not in the same town. No, I've moved Um, home.
1: Yeah, sucks. There's nothing to do here.
0: (laughs) This is a guy that was like, I can't wait to go from Hartlepool. Fuck this! I can't wait to go back home. Well, it's the first time I heard from him.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong, hated Hartlepool as well.
0: I don't know. One day I'll find a place that I enjoy
1: living in. But today is not that place. Yeah,
0: you find a neutral place to where you could be like, oh this is this is it. Yeah, this is good. It's not boring and it's not yeah a
1: bit of a shithole. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. But yeah, no, I'm 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 back at home, so we'll have to do these other video calls. Not not the not what.
0: Uh, you know, I th- the best episodes have been the ones when we've been in person, specifically with the set. But how? But you know, this is, this is where the foundations of the intermission was yeah. built on. We're well, back to basics, so, boy. <laughs> was this? Was this? And it's done well in that way. In yeah. you know, that way. So we're going to keep doing this until you know, again, until we can get to a point where we can once again be in person. Oh yeah, uh, consistently. I'm sure we're going to see each other. Yeah, again but uh but yeah um one example is going to be in a few weeks Robbie when we're going to be going to the announcement for the Sunderland short film festival yes
1: both our films are entered into Sunderland short film festival and we'll see we'll see if it's we'll see if they do get we submitted them we we'll we'll submitted gets, them but yeah we have to yeah. see if they if they make official selection which we find out that night that yes. that's that's what it's for isn't it
0: yeah that's it's it's that's the whole point of that night yeah um and yeah there's that. Uh, I didn't get manage to get tickets for the opening night at the Sutherland Short Film Festival. So if it does get accepted, I'm, I'm not, not gonna be, be there.
1: <laughs> oh damn! Wait, is that a thing that we have to? Oh,
0: it's sold out. It's sold out.
1: Oh. It's sold out. So it's like so. so it, even if we do get, if we get it, we can't go.
0: I don't. Know, well, it said opening night, so I don't know if there's gonna be more tickets uh, for like okay. the rest of the festival. I yeah. Don't know. But speaking of, speaking of, hmm. I just want to give a little bit of a. Update with LeBethany yeah. amongst people. I haven't, I haven't fully shared it, but of course. But at the minute, it's had a successful. It's been successful in it. We've yeah. been. We had. We had a, a official selection at the Golden Short Film Festival in Rome. Uh, we were official selection in the Golden Horror Film category. And I submitted it to both horror and student, so I was really happy the fact it got chosen for the horror and not just student film. Um, it won at the Tokyo International Film Festival for best horror film, which. Woo! Which quite Quite elated about that, which I was very happy with. Of course, it would be Tokyo, which would be the first country to give me an award for a film (laughs) that I made. It's full circle. It's come full circle with it. It's excellent. Um, It got accepted within the Athens Short Film Festival, the Athens uh, International Monthly Arts Film Festival as well. They've always been good to me. In that regard, uh, didn't get accepted. Which one did it not get accepted? New Renaissance. It didn't get accepted for New Renaissance. Uh, I, sa- I said, yeah, this when I was in Colwell, didn't I? said sent yeah. an email and be like, ah, oh, shit. The next day, I got uh, a notification from the Tees Valley International ah. Film Festival to say that we are going to be selected. So that will be once again being played at the ARC nice um, i've got my i've got my tickets for the closing ceremony so i'm definitely am at least going to that
1: very nice um
0: so yeah that's exciting i don't know if it's gonna be nominated for anything yet but this is also but now i'll at least be in good company because this is the same film festival that diy has been selected oh for nice by. so yeah so i'll at least see them a lot cool as well yeah and uh a bit more about stuff involving them in the intermission section i want to discuss yes as well. So yeah, yep. exciting, exciting stuff very for exciting. Uh, Bethany. For love uh, Bethany. Again, uh there's little film festivals that we submitted to, which I am unsure of our chances of getting in, but I thought, fuck it. I, yeah. I, I don't want to say anything yet, but
1: Lob them in, see what happens. It, it
0: was literally it was literally a fucking thing of like, you know, why not? Yeah. I can, so I will. Uh fingers crossed by the end of this year, will be will be I'll be certain of when of what festivals will definitely be shown Le Bethany, and hopefully soon after then I can then maybe think about a a, um, a public release for it at nice. some point, so uh, stay tuned everyone for uh, possible more uh, uh yeah. La Bethany's stuff, it's exciting stuff. And I would say I, uh, you're
1: probably not going to be seeing a story of Love and Interplanetary Warfare until like 2024 I don't think, because <laughs> yeah, explain your side of but, everything. So here. My uh, my show has been entered into a few, most of which don't start here. Like notification dates aren't until like February March next year, so they're early doors next year. Um, the next one coming up is Sunderland, so that's on the eighth, isn't it? Eighth of September. We find out about that. Yeah, and I, and the festival itself is early October. So. Yeah, so so that's the only one currently this year. Um. When I have a bit more money together, I'll probably be having a look at more monthly ones because all of mine are annual ones. I haven't looked at any monthly ones yet. Uh, So yes, I will keep updated on that. Uh, There'll be stuff on my socials about it whenever it has been entered or gets official selection or something like that. But yeah, so the main festival run of mine is probably going to be next year. Uh, The the main bulk of the festival run will be next year. Uh, So yeah, you probably won't see it publicly until 2024. Sorry. Unlucky. <laughs> <laughs>
2: wah,
0: wah. If, wah, you there, if you weren't there for uh, the Northern Film Festival, or if you're not there for Sunderland Shore Film Festival, yeah. yeah. Unlucky lads. If it is selected. If, if it's it selected.
3: selected
0: oh I don't want to curse. Fingers anything crossed, anything I'm right touching
1: right wood. Yeah. Oh, hopefully.
0: Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Exciting Sorry. stuff. Well, you're, we hopefully. can't say what you're planning further, can we? What do you mean? With the story of love. Oh. Um. Is uh, that a bit close? Uh, do you want to keep that close to your chest for uh, now?
1: Maybe, maybe. I don't say anything just yet. It's yeah. cool. it's cool. Is all I'm saying.
3: Yeah.
1: So yeah, now there's some stuff in the works there. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep yeah, keep your eye out. Let's keep your eye out. <laughs> yeah.
0: And, I, and I'll say it now, I've started writing the new sc- a new script. A new Ooh. Oscar W. script. I'm not going to say anything. No, it is not a Love, Bethany sequel, as much as I joked about that. <laughs> <laughs> as, much
2: as, as much as I joked
0: about doing that. No, it's not a Love, Bethany sequel. Uh, but it is a, another Oscar W. Fitcher horror film.
3: Ooh. So uh, see, and, I don't
0: I'll know anything more, about
1: that, so that's exciting.
0: I'll tell you more about when we stop recording. Yeah, cool. Uh, All right. it, it's 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 so, some of the, it's, see, an idea that's been bubbling in my head for years yeah. now, and I've actually gotten them off. Uh, fruition with it nice uh the the plan for that is because i had another short film in my head which i do really want to do uh but it's a bit big for now yeah like not not feature film but multiple locations yeah uh within hartlepool multiple locations all night time and it's a lot of cast as well so i'm like okay yeah uh, but the other idea that i have is like one two three locations mainly one location Mm -hmm. so So i I almost want to like Build a dream crew for that film, and that then almost used use that car. crew for nice the bigger film. film. Oh uh, yeah. That, that, that. So that's, that's yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, and also not not uh, also just talking about the fact of like the fact now. It's just massive job searches. It's just job hunts now. Dude, it Robin? sucks,
1: man. It sucks
0: so <laughs> much. I, I haven't delved into it yet. I haven't properly delved oh in because I gave my, I gave myself I gave myself the summer off, but September is here. Dude. Wake me up when September Wake me up when September comes. <laughs> and it's,
1: hey, oh I, my I've god. Been, yeah, I uh, get uh, it. Very good. I've I've been applying for four like like three, four jobs a week. Um, job. I had an interview on Thursday. Which I think went well. That's the thing. If I get a call halfway through this and uh, through this podcast, uh, I might be getting a call from from them. So, uh, apologies if that happens, or if I get an email. If I if you suddenly hear a notification go off on my phone, and I look at it, and then I look sad for the rest of the podcast. Right? <laughs> everyone, everyone knows All what's happening. All buzzing. All buzzing. Then you know what's happened. It, yeah. yeah. So that I haven't heard back from that yet. So I'm just kind of, I'm waiting in the waiting games. games. I think it went well, so I'll I'll see. But I've got another three that I'm waiting to hear back from, so... Jesus, my phone just went off then, in that (laughs) that very second.
0: (laughs) This is what people are going to be hearing from now on. It's going to be a lot of that bits and bobs and stuff. And uh, we'll get all that stuff there. And before we get further into this, I just want to preface the regular types of things. Uh, There's time codes in the description below. Uh, no matter what platform you're watching or listening to this on, if you want to see specifically uh, when we're talking about the film, when we're going to the intermission and the different sections of it. So if you want to know uh, how long the actual discussion of the film is, you can see it in the description, all that jazz Also in the description, you can find the social media links, whether it be Letterboxd or Instagram for us personally, or the uh, Instagram for Intermission. That is where you would know that we delayed, (laughs) that we postponed this episode. And and also, uh, same thing as it always has been. There's also uh, links to any mental health awareness stuff in the description. Uh, We are forever keeping this as a general activism on the Intermission podcast uh and once again you have survived your worst days always keep that in mind i may be repeating it i may be saying it like it's a normal thing but really truly keep that in your mind everyone if you're going through a rough time summer blues is a thing summertime sadness went through it a little bit at the start of it all kind of got a bit over it now if you're experiencing a bit of that there's always people there to chat with even if you don't have anyone close to you there's help oh yeah links in the description for all of that You, you have survived your worst days and now, Robbie. Yes. With all that being said, let's get into the film. Let's get into oh, discussing st- this hell film. hell yeah. And the film we are discussing, Robbie, is the 1979 drama film Kramer vs.
1: Kramer. What? I was watching Hobson yeah. Shaw this morning. <laughs>
0: Holy shit. Well. <laughs> You better catch up, because the <laughs> film is directed, This film is not directed by David Leach, but it is in fact directed by Robert Benton. Uh, the film is written by Robert Benton as well. It's based on a novel by Avery Corman. Uh, the film stars Dustin Hoffman, Meryl Streep, Jane Alexander, and introducing Justin Henry. Uh, The plot synopsis of Kramer vs. Kramer O'Connor IMDB is after his wife leaves him, a work-obsessed Manhattan advertising executive is forced to learn long-neglected parenting skills, but a heated custody battle over the couple's young son deepens the wounds left by the separation. Uh, Accolades the film holds is that it has a 89% on the tomato meter and an 89% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it has a 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb and a score of 3.9 out of 5 stars on Letterboxd uh, Awards that it holds. is that It won a Writer's Guild of America Award for Best Drama Adapted from Another Medium. Uh, it also won a Director's Guild of America Award for Outstanding Directorial Achievement in Motion Pictures. Uh, it was nominated for one César Award, which is the French Oscars uh, for Best Foreign Film. Uh, It was nominated for eight Golden Globes, including Best New Star of the Year for Justin Henry, Uh, Best Supporting Actor for Justin Henry, Best Supporting Actress for Jane Alexander, Best Director for Robert Benton. It won four Golden Globes, including Best Screenplay for Robert Benton, Best Supporting Actress for Meryl Streep, Best Dramatic Actor for Dustin Hoffman, as well as Best Drama Picture. It was nominated for six BAFTAs, including uh, Best Editing for Gerald B. Greenberg, Best Screenplay, Best Actress for Meryl Streep, Best Actor for Dustin Hoffman, Best Director for Robert Benton, and Best Film. And it was nominated for nine Academy Awards, including Best Film Editing, Best Cinematography for Nesta Almendros, Best Supporting Actor for Jane Alexander, Best Supporting Actor for Justin Henry. Justin Henry being the youngest ever actor to date to be nominated for Best Supporting uh, Actor. He was eight years old. Good on him. The film won nine Academy, uh, no, five Academy Awards nominated for nine. It won five Academy Awards, including Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Supporting actress for Meryl Streep. Best lead actor for Dustin Hoffman. Best director for Robert Benton and Best Picture. It won the big one. Damn. If you count that as if you count that as the big one. Um yeah, so Kramer versus Kramer, Robbie. Mm. Uh, my relationship with this film is this is the first time I've seen it. Haven't seen it since before this, actually. This is only the uh This is the second film that I've seen. Uh, for the first time, because of intermission, first one being the Deer Hunter. Uh, Jesus, go, check, go go check our podcast episode on that if you want to know our thoughts on the Deer Hunter. Uh Spoiler, and it's another Mel Street film. Yeah, it's, uh, S- spoiler
1: it's, uh, alert, it fucking sucks. <laughs> the movie sucks.
0: It's not great. It's not great. I don't know if I'll say it fucking sucks, but it's not great. Uh, also, so one thing I've learned is that I, I clearly have a blind spot for 70s film star Mel Meryl Streep. And obviously, uh, this is a film I've been wanting to see for a while anyway. I like Dustin Hoffman a lot, uh, mainly from Rain Man. I loved him in Rain Man. Uh, haven't seen that film in a long time. Uh, but also, uh, I really like The Graduate. Graduate, I'm a big fan of The Graduate as well. Uh, so I like Dustin Hoffman, and this was obviously a film that I hadn't seen, that I heard he was really good in. And yeah, and I'm sure we'll get into talking about certain comparisons to a certain modern film that uh, I'm a big fan of. Big fan of Marriage Story. And I heard that, Kramer, that Marriage Story was a generation, the new this current generation's Kramer versus Kramer. And I love that film. So I kind of was like, oh, well, it gives me more insensitive. In- Incent to watch uh, Kramer vs Kramer. Robbie, your relationship with Kramer versus
1: Kramer. I had no idea what this movie was, but I have seen it before, um, which I think is that's a first on this podcast, is it not? That it's a movie that I've seen and you haven't. Yeah. Holy it shit. Is, yeah. Oh my god. We're back and we're we're switching up the formulas. We're changing. changing. Jesus. We're, we're, we're taking the formula and we're flipping. <laughs> yeah. We're flipping it on his goddamn head. You're not ready for this oh i didn't say the thing so Epis- first
0: episode of casablanca was a uh, first episode of season four was casablanca he, he he became
1: the brains in that episode guys i'm the brains again bitch <laughs> i'm i i didn't say the thing earlier on Brooklyn baby it's time to talk about some movies <laughs> let's go i'm in right um yes i was made to watch this movie not by force not like i was like pinned down or anything I was going to say it wasn't a clockwork Orange situation. No, it's one of the um one of those people that we talk about in a mystif- mystical way, one of the one of the intermission podcast side characters. Uh my girlfriend, yeah. my we- girlfriend Julia. <laughs> we
0: we do have a lot of side characters in intermission, don't yeah. we? We have a lot of these people. We have a lot of
1: side characters that I mentioned and never seen. Except like Leo appeared once, I think, but like Reece... no
0: no no technically no no technically right? Leo appeared in the lo- in the lost commentary of the Snyder cut. Oh yeah. Uh, he appeared on a phone call during Days of Confused. We got he him did. on the phone, he did, and
1: he technically also appeared in the last episode on the shirt. Yes, <laughs> right. Yes. Hang on. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, it doesn't matter. The shirt has been in an episode, hasn't it? Yes, it yeah. has. You okay. Put on I was gonna. Uh, I time, was yes. gonna show it to the camera. To you know when um, Zack Snyder did that thing where he took a photo of that film reel and was like. The Snadicus Cut's real. I wanted to do that. And be like, it's real. It exists. It's real. The episode is yeah. real. Get it trending. Um. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yes. The side character of this podcast, Julia Colley. Um. It is one of her favorite movies. She loves this movie. Um. Like. She's a big Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. Gal, isn't she? Yeah. She's a big Dustin Hoffman fan, and she she loves this film. And so I was I was uh, I was made to watch it. We watched it together. She got me it on DVD for an occasion. It was either birthday or Christmas. I, I can't yeah. remember. Everything blurred into one these days. But um, we watched it together, and I really like this. I think it's I think it's real good. Um, so yeah, I had seen it before, and yeah, I I enjoyed it a lot. I'll Amaya, go into more you know,
0: details. Um, you know, we obviously a good chunk of our podcast was going through Al Pacino. Al Pacino films. So you know, we're now going on the other side of the fence because apparently they had a bit of a little a little rivalry, yeah. During the seventies, remember that one trivia fact of Dog the Afternoon? How when Al Pacino at first was like, ah, "I don't really want to do this film. It's you know, I've just done The Godfather 2 and so it's a bit daunting and that. So I might take a break." And they were like, "All right, we might just get Dustin Hoffman then." And then Pacino was like, "You know, what I'll take it just so Dustin Hoffman doesn't get it." Was this?
1: <laughs> was that a, a stop or my mum or shoot situation? Pro, yes, pro, do you know, about, know what you mean. Do you know yes, about was, that yeah. that weird, like, shitty Sylvester Stallone movie that happened? And it was because Arnold told him that he wasn't going to do it.
3: Yeah, or
1: that he yeah, was yeah. going to do it, so Silver Stallone was like, Well, I'm going to do it. Fuck you. <laughs> and then it, yeah, it, was, it was like they were going to
0: get Dustin off, but then Pacino was like, Well, I'll do it, so he doesn't do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah difference is so, dog, dog Day Afternoon is fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah <laughs> the difference <laughs> is that
1: Arnold did it to trick Slice Stallone into doing a fucking terrible movie,
0: <laughs> which is brilliant. So, um, right. So my thing, uh, brief thing, really like this film. Really like Kramer versus Kramer. Big, uh, I would say this is a film that I can see myself really, really enjoying, like, within time as well. Like, obviously, I I've watched it for the first time this morning. Yeah. So it's still fresh. Still fresh for me. Really liked it. Um, yeah, I think in terms of how we discuss this, we should talk about it more like the film. Itself, and then the second part. Then we can maybe go into certain uh, comparisons to said Noah Baumbach film. Hell yeah, Uh, let's do it. So I don't want the whole episode to just be that. I also wanted to actually discuss the film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And again, I haven't taken really any notes from this film. I thought it might just be a good, like, kind of like it'll be a good just conversation just to have with this film. And the film and the one of the first things that like kind of like, um that I think of with this film is that it is just, um, I was, I don't, it sounds daft. I was surprised how good Dustin Hoffman is, which is silly to say. yeah, Because he is, he's great. It's, it's not like, it's not like, wow, Dustin Hoffman was good, but it's like, I don't watch enough Dustin Hoffman. To yeah. like, so whenever I do, I'm always like, oh yeah, he's, he's excellent. He is, he's, he's brilliant. He's brilliant yeah. in this. Um, and, dare I say he just is the film. Yeah. Like he is. Like, one thing I was kinda of expecting was it was gonna be a bit of a um a duo of him and Meryl.
1: Yeah, um, it's really not at all. Like she it, it, she buggers off from for most of the movie.
0: She's gone, like we she's within the fir- the first bit of the first act and we don't see her until the beginning of the third. Yeah. I wanna say that's like round about that, yeah.
1: Yeah the th- the film is much more about um, Dustin Hoffman and his son and their relationship.
0: Yeah. Ted and Billy. Yeah. 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 And I don't know what I was necessarily expecting. This. I, I think what I like about this film is that it isn't a loud film. either. Mm. Yeah. Like, I, I, I thought it was going to have, um, cause obviously I knew it's best picture winning. Um, it wasn't a year after Deer Hunter and that's anything but a quiet film as well. Yeah. Uh, in that as well and obviously this is the time period of i mean we know the fucking we went we've been through the fucking 70s within this <laughs> podcast we yes. know we know this, this this we know this decade this isn't a decade of it's a decade of fucking great acting and great storytelling great directing but it's not necessarily a decade of small acting or small yeah storytelling again we've again we like, there's soul pacino but in this time period, but also even subtle Pacino can go big Pacino as well. Yes. I mean, within Godfather two, dog day afternoon, you know, there's, there's that stuff with it. Whereas like this, and even like, I would look at this film as a film, uh, in comparison to another best picture winner of the seventies in terms of Annie Hall, where even though that wasn't a big story that still had a big style. It was, it, that was a quirky yeah. film. So I was almost expecting this film to kind of have a bit of like, like, almost, like, a similar... T- not not necessarily a quirk, but do you know what I mean? Like, a bit yeah, of like yeah. a... Um... So,
1: some kind of, like, a... I don't know, like... I don't want to say style about it. It's not like it's without style, but, like...
0: No, but but I was expecting it to be theatrical. I guess yeah. that's... A, yeah, I, yeah. I was almost expecting this to almost feel like just a theatre piece adapted, almost. Yeah. Uh, but it 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 really is... The, the main thing that I've got, like... One of the few notes that I've got, like, little uh, written down is the fact is. So slice of life, yes, and um, and I'm, and I, I'm not sure if we've discussed any slice. Oh yeah, Daisy, confused. Of course we have, um, and we've talked about certain aspects of Spirit Away, how that has certain slice of life aspects. So I've talked about my love for slice of life filmmaking, and a filmmaker that we haven't got to yet. Yeah. I say, yeah, because I feel like we're going to get to him at some point, is uh, Yasujira Ozu, who did Tokyo Story in late spring. And he's kind of like, he does a lot of Slice of Life that I really like, where it is just family doing shit. And you're just watching that. And I would say this is a bit more dramatic than just something, just family doing shit. But what I think it's really cool is like, it takes a slice of life for approach for a dramatic topic but that is still a part of everyday life. Like it's almost like it's a complete slice of life film. But if we just skipped over them being a happy family and just was like, right, let's just see how a moment of life would be when uh, a divorce is going, a, a custody battle is happening. Yeah. Um, and I think what, because I again, I I was still like almost set trying to settle myself into a dramatic point of view within the first bit because of course the film starts with um, Joanna, Joanna. Joanna. Yeah, leaving, Joanna. Yeah. Joanna leaving the house uh, and leaving the family, which is a nice little twist on things, which again, that's a, another theme that I kind of want to talk about how we're not looking at a single mum raising yes the child. We're looking at the mum going, I can't, I'm going, and the dad having to look after, which yeah. I don't think we see a lot of these days, no. Either. Like
1: either. To, to me, I was like, I was surprised that I'm, I'm completely kind of not, I'm like remembered that this is what the movie was like at all. But he's like, when this movie starts, like before he's gone through his arc and everything, Justin, like Ted Kramer is very much um, the quintessential '90s kid movie dad. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. Where he's like, he is, he's all about business, and he doesn't care about his family and he's not paying his family enough attention. Cause he's all about his job and whatever. Like he's all about chasing that promotion. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, he feels yes. like 20, 20 years too early. Um, yeah. Yeah. But then to do that, but like ground it and make it very like believable. And you understand him. Like you understand Ed Kramer as a character.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I would say he's probably one of my favorite arcs that we've talked about.
1: Yeah. Genuinely, that, that that's kind of what pulls the whole thing together for me is is his arc and how much he grows, um, mm. and watching that relationship develop between him and um, Billy,
3: Billy, yeah, yeah,
1: because God, I'm gonna admit it right now, I cried at this a couple of times. God damn, it's a
3: sad movie. Uh, I,
0: I don't I didn't cry. I got teary towards the end, but I will say I got chills mm. multiple times. Yeah, through this film, um. And one of the slice-of-life aspects that uh, – it, it's certain scenes within this. Uh, I'll finish the point briefly there, because obviously the film starts off making you think we're going to get this big dramatic thing. Yeah. And again, I'm expecting this to be a big custody battle film. Yes. Like, like a big thing like that. And the film almost does start off like that, where it looks like we're going we're to get big Dustin Hoffman performance and a big Meryl Streep performance. But then after Joanna leaves, it is very tight yes and stuff it is just very um subtle and i mean subtle in the purest form like again we see um you're uh, one of my favorite like thematic um arcs in any in this film is the french toast
1: oh my god is, yes
0: we see again and the first time that he's trying to like look after him, look after Billy, he's making a complete state of everything. <laughs> um,
1: like even I, the thing is with that. I was like, I was watching it and I was like, this is real stressful and, and kind of upsetting because he's clearly never had to do this before and he's and he's struggling hmm. and whatever and it's it's hard to watch sometimes. But like, it's the bit when he does the the coffee in the cafeteria. Oh right, God, I, I was like, what are you doing? I, see, I right, I use instant coffee. Right, I don't really use a cafeteria. But I would yeah, look yeah, yeah. at that and go, what the fuck are you, what are you doing? Everybody knows that's too much coffee to fit in there, just physically. Why would you put that yeah, yeah. much in?
0: It's the whole thing. It doesn't make but any like, goddamn is like, sense. But it's like, that's too much. She goes, no, 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 I like a straw. Your mom usually makes it weak. Yeah, but it's <laughs> like with
1: the amount of fucking coffee you put in, you're going to get like that much coffee. liquid. It's just it's like an inch of liquid. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. That... So you
0: get, you get that. You get, like an, again, a big fan of uh, stressful situations over mundane scenarios. Yes. Big fan of that. Um, and then, again, we get like the nice little full circle thing when we're like towards the end, which we'll get to the third act, yeah. because I have things to say about the ending. Um, mm. And we're getting like a nice just silence of just them just making French toast. Yeah. And it's like they've got the system going in the sense of like Billy's stirring it. Then yeah. He walks out, then he pours the milk in, and then continues. And then he planks the bread in the egg and milk, and it's just like, ah, oh, this is just
1: sweet. It's just nice. It's it's a really nice like callback that isn't. It's not exactly necessary, like at all. Yeah,
0: like like it's not like we got like a montage within like the second act of him being like, see, I can now make yeah. French toast. Yeah, oh, like, it's that, just like, like it's a great. We don't get we. Yeah, we don't get like a good dad montage to Yeah, be like, see, he's good. You yeah. just see it happen. It's
1: a great subtle way of being able to show how far they've come as a father and son without using any words at all. Like, mm. they don't need to speak to each other in that, but I know they are speaking to each other because they're talking about Joanna coming that, around or it's something. A,
0: it's a, No, that's when he's... Is that the bit where he's... Oh. Talks about... Um, no, it's right before they end up. Um, it's right before Joanna is. Yeah, right before Joanna's going to take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, like yeah. they are talking. So, that so,
0: bit, so, but... it's, so it's the last. It's the last breakfast they all have together. Yeah. In terms of yeah, 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 yeah.
1: But then like with if the that's that dialogue is there to like show how Billy's feeling about going with his mum and, and all that kind of stuff. But like even if that dialogue wasn't there, that scene is an excellent way of showing like it, this is how far they've come. I really like it. It's great and an example
0: and another a bit, a, another example of that which is one of again within this film i knew as soon as this like scene ended i was like that's one of my favorite scenes mm. that i have seen not just in the film but i know it's a scene that i'm going to just be thinking about is it's still i want to say later into the first act uh, maybe just at the start of the second it's when um it's that one of them waking up in the morning oh yeah where where it's just Billy wakes up. He goes in. Wakes his dad up. Yeah, so, yeah. He go, He wakes up. Goes to the toilet. Goes. Wakes his dad up. He walks out into the kitchen or into the dining room. Then Ted wakes up. Yeah. Toilet. Goes. Gets the paper. Shuts door. And then it's just lays out breakfast. sits down. And then we fade. Yeah. I'm just like anyone could have been like, yeah, you can cut that out. Nothing happens. I'm like, no, but like so much right there and there is like, oh no, they've got a routine
1: now. Yeah, they've developed and. And it's really well-blocked as well. From uh, that, that's what I mean. From, like, from uh, a staging perspective, it's like, ooh, ooh, Yeah.
0: Like, this is what I mean in the sense, of, like, this, this feels like a theatre adaption. Yes. Like, like, this was adapted from theatre, almost. And, yeah. And I don't mean that, like, it's not like, ooh, a theatrical adaption. It feels really big and bombastic. It feels just like a really nice, simple point of just, like, let's just let the actors act. Yes. It almost just feels like an exercise point it's like right you're the so right you're he's your dad and you have to wake him up and then sit down and then you just have to get ready yeah how would that happen it's very it is very like actor workshoppy
1: yes which
0: I know know. and I think as well like especially it it is it's just so stripped back and I think like Robert Benton who I don't know a lot more that he's done if I'm being perfectly honest kind of just knew within this film it's like right the, the whole thing is like we just need to let the actors do their thing
1: yes and I think it works Which... very much to the favour of of the film feeling quite raw and quite unfiltered, if that's a, if yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah, way yeah. of describing it. It's just kind of like the whole thing feels very... This is a very real thing that's happening to some very real people. You understand them, you know those people, and we've just kind of set cameras up. And that's... Yeah, it. Yeah. And, and, like, the... Uh, much like a lot of uh, films I find, like a lot of dramas in the 70s I find, um, the cinematography isn't exactly like a standout here. No, like uh, it, it's not. It's not like it's a bad looking movie, but it, it's not. This this film isn't concerned about getting the prettiest shots.
0: No, one example of a shot that I did
1: really like was just the tracking
0: shot of him running to the ER. But there's oh, not like yeah. a lot
1: of like, there's
0: not a lot of. Sh- this isn't a cinematography film. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's not like it. They're not concerned with like, oh, does that look really pretty? They're like, no, we need to get the best performance. Out of this, like of what some, we've shot.
0: there's some nice framing again, thematically, more so thematically. It's like when he, um, there's a point where we may as well talk about the scene, um, because, uh, but it's towards the end of the argument between him and Billy, or between Ted and Billy, where he shuts the um bedroom door, and there's like a nice moment of like where you see he, uh, Ted's shadow just over, oh, um, then- but then you see like in the corner. Of, like, how he's put the photo of Joanna mm-hmm. on the bedside table. So, every, the family is all still kind of in frame, even. Yeah. Like it's a, which also, I, lo- I love that point as well of, like, how he's, how he sees that Billy got the photo of Joanna and just hid it. And it's not like Ted was like, ah, oh, fuck. He just, like, no, let's, okay, I will just, I'll display it for him.
1: Yeah. It's a- so, he could, yeah, it's a very. Dude, no- he could always
0: still be with his mum.
1: Yeah, it's a very realistic um, portrayal of two people that have split up. It's not like we're gonna shout at each other and, blah, 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 and and the fucking that that kid's not yours anymore. Blah, all that stuff, um, mm. which is in uh, a film similar to this, which I'm sure I, we'll which we're gonna touch on later on. Um, but, yes. but like, <laughs> which um, I'm just gonna preface by saying now, I don't like as much as this movie, <laughs> so. We'll, we'll talk about it later, I'm sure. But, like, mm-hmm. it's a very, like, realistic way of showing this is how this family has kind of fallen apart. But Dustin Hoffman's character still understands that Joanna is Billy's mum. And, like, the kid doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's like. Six years old. The yeah. It's like, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, you've got to kind of do what's best for them. And sometimes that might not make you happy. But, you know. It's his wats, his yeah, lad. Yeah. And in terms of talking about that scene in particular,
0: uh, Robert Benton was very much so someone... Who, I, I did a quick scan on trivia, uh, and he was a director who just l- would prefer to just let the actors do whatever. Okay. Uh, he, he, he had a very City uh, Lumet type of way of doing things, in a sense, where... And apparently the whole thing with the chocolate ice cream... Was not scripted and he just decided to leave. The, and that was purely like arranged between Dustin Hoffman and Justin Henry, like that was discussed okay. just between those two. And uh, Robert Bennett was like, Yeah, we'll just stick cameras on you and just see what happens, yeah. And it, it does. And that god, that like that's a scene that I like again, love that scene because that's <laughs> the first like that's the only big blow up between those the, the two of them, yeah. Um, and again, it's over a simple thing in the sense of like, um, like, uh, doesn't want to eat his food, blah, blah, blah. blah. Well, I'm just going to get a chocolate ice cream. No, you have to finish your food. Then he goes up and just, he's like, well, I'll just get, I'll just eat it anyway. And he's yeah. just like, yeah, it's, 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 it's really good in the sense of like, because that does just look like a father and son having a dispute at a dinner table. Yeah.
1: It does just look like a son having a straw.
0: Yeah. Like, it's not. yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, when he just immediately picked him up, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right into the bedroom. Yeah, he's thrashing around. You could tell he pro- He did probably really
1: did just boot Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> yeah, he, he probably did just boot him in the balls. Like I think <laughs> that's pretty much what went down.
0: And it's and it's 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 really hard to hear as well. Where he just like he throws him on the bed and he just and he. I hate you. It's like, well, I hate you too, you little shit. Yeah. And he's just like, like oh, fuck, man. Yeah. It's rough. It's rough. And then, yeah, and then, like, when he revisits him in the bedroom and he goes, he goes, I'm sorry, he goes, I'm sorry too. And then at the end of the scene where he goes, like Dad, I love you. I love yeah. you too. And just, ah, again, it could be, this could be very melodramatic. The scenes I'm talking about right now, it can make, like, anyone could hear this uh description and be like well, that just sounds really like over the mm-hmm. top and whatever but it's like again it's the way it's performed it's yeah. the way it's shot it's the way everything's done within the film
1: like someone that could
0: just really makes it that it just really makes it like not yeah over the top
1: yeah so i mean someone could read that script and play it very melodramatically very like really yeah. easily and there there's a very valid version of this film that would probably exist if it was taken that way but Mm. I think yeah direction wise like he's been very good at keeping the performances grounded keeping the actors being like this isn't big this isn't huge this isn't a huge explosion sort of fight and And again and also he let Meryl Streep
0: write her own uh testimony for court oh really Uh, yeah that was just Meryl that's really cool who just thought uh, that uh dustin hoffman uh implemented his own when he smacked uh, the glass oh he yeah only told that he only told the cameraman only because the camera so the cameraman can yeah. get the shot yeah no one else apparently knew which didn't please Merrill. No, that's all i'm saying no. which uh, i want to which uh, i do want to say this as well i want to stay here because we just to be fair <laughs> just to be fair i had a little look. Uh, just to be fair, on the side of Pacino as well. So we're, oh, we, we've said this about Pacino. We've said this about Brando. Yeah. All I'm saying is, I had a little look, and yes, Dustin Hoffman was trained. He was not trained under Sanford Meisner, who was, uh, who is the guy who mainly influenced Sidney Lumet in terms of his directing style. He was trained under the tutelage of Lee Strasberg. Who's that name? You may ask. He's the guy who invented method yeah. acting. Yeah. So, so, oh, it, and, and there, there is, is a lot of method acting. Te- uh, I think God okay. damn you, Joseph Kaslin, because now all like because he's told me because he did his dissertation on method acting. Yeah. And Joseph and Joe and Cas and Joe also said to me he tried he did some okay. method techniques when doing Wesley and LeBethany. Joe did not go for method, but he did tell me he did some method uh, within within being in that Uh, film, so I think I I know know, I've almost got like more of a greater knowledge on method acting than I once did, and and again from when we have analysed all loads of Pacino, again love a lot of what he did within this time period but also you could see how was it needed (laughs) and was it needed, and there's a lot of Dustin Hoffman in this film who's really good in it who's really really good in it did he need to smack the glass? If anything, I kind of felt like he didn't. Yeah, I don't think I don't, I, 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 if, if that scene was really good anyway. And again, we're talking about a film that's very subtle and very stripped back anyway. Mm. I kind of felt he like
1: he could have just pulled his coat and left.
0: Yeah, yeah, or yeah. like he could have at least he might, he might, he could have maybe slammed the glass down a bit. Yeah, I kind of felt like it felt. I kind of felt like the glass smack was a bit more like too showy for what the film was.
1: Mm. Yeah, maybe. And, Honestly. and you know what, Dustin? You didn't have to send Meryl that dead rat, did you? Come on! (laughs) You didn't have to mail that dead rat in the post. Come on! Jesus. Yeah, I've I've got my one dig of Jared Leto in per podcast. That's the quote of hit hit for the week. There we go.
0: There you go. There you go. Um, (laughs) What a fucking idiot! (laughs) No, but yes, Dustin Hoffman. uh, Good in the film. Mm. Certain aspects. Do you need him? Oh no, no. Yeah, but but, uh, yeah. but yeah, that, that scene. Just there, there's, again, there's a lot of like nice nice little scenes in this film. Yeah. Again, there's just that one bono way he's teaching to ride a bike. Uh, it's not there's not like a know. moment where he where it's not a moment where Billy falls and oh no. Yeah. We get that scene later yes. up with the bike. But you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. just
1: him teaching to ride a bike. Yeah. And he does, and it's great, and I'm real proud of him. Yeah. They're good on him.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I think it's like um yeah, and oh, we could talk about that scene now that we've moved on to it. Yeah. Which I think that almost makes a scene like when Billy does fall
1: when he guys heard of the of
0: the jungle gym, that makes it a lot more like scary. Yes. Because we we haven't had that. We haven't had like loads of these scenes. Yeah. And it's you can see it almost it's like ah, something's gonna happen. He's gonna fall and something's gonna happen. Yeah. And then you just see him go. And it's edit- that, scene's really ed- that scene's edited that, really well as well. That was, yeah.
1: That's what I was going to say. The, the, the way that that scene's cut is, is excellent. Like the, the timing on the cuts, it, it makes it feel exactly like... Because I think everyone's been in this situation at least once, but where you can see something bad is going to happen, but someone's talking in this ear and you're trying to focus on that, and, uh, and it, it starts to get too much. And the, the way that that's edited, it really captures that feeling really. Oh yeah, like the, the yeah, pacing yeah, of it is fantastic.
0: And again, the scene that follows of him just run, that tracking shot of
1: him just running—it's so good. Tom Cruise, eat your heart yeah, out! Yeah, eat your heart out, bitch. Dustin <laughs> Hoffman is like—he's booking it's it like, though. Like, like it, being able to yeah. being able to carry a kid and run that fast. Jesus. Yeah, yeah.
0: And you could you could definitely <laughs> tell it's like oh they did shut down those roads in New York City. Oh no, that's he just cars, he just ran out just into <laughs> traffic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. And and, it, and what makes it even more like, like terrifying is you can see the amount of blood almost. Yeah, oh, yeah. Shit, fuck. Yeah. Like that's like like it gets scary yeah. as fuck, man. I think I think
1: and, uh, another thing that helps with like the fear factor of it is that we don't actually see what happened. Like uh, like you don't oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. you you keep hearing glimpses of people being like, oh, there was a plane near his eye or like all these kind of things, and he keeps saying when he's being carried that you can't see. And all this, yeah. but like, all we get is like a shot of him falling and then a shot of his face hitting the floor, and then that's it. So it, he even. He moves his
0: head up, head up, he moves his head up, and you see blood, but you yeah. do not like see anything. Yeah. And then it's
1: like, so as an audience member, you're watching it going, like, what happened? What's going on? Like, you know, which kind of. Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. That's a good choice to kind of put you in, in uh, Ted Kramer's head. And
0: then, and then it, it, it led like, to, like, again, you know, a really sweet moment with. Um, um, when he is getting the stitches, yeah, and it's just again just a still shot of Ted, um, right next to Billy, just going through, and he says things that like that. I, it's not like, oh no, you are not. you're being, oh, yeah, it's all fine, it's all fine, it's all fine. It's like he gets like one like- through his cheek, and he goes. Oh, that was a big one, wasn't it? Yeah. Like it's, again, it's like almost like little reaffirming things. Yeah. Like that way, it almost he doesn't like try like dampen yeah. the situation, but it almost makes it sound like he's trying to be like, "Oh, that was a, oh, that was a big one. Oh, see, you're doing like it's trying to make him be me like, like, "You're doing well, you're doing well, kid. Yeah.
3: You're Doing well,
1: kid." With it. I mean, that was uh, the um, in terms of my notes, that was the uh, specifically for that scene um, was uh, that's one tally on the tear up chart. It was it was the bit when the doctor was saying to him like, "There's no need for you to be in there," and he's like, "Yes, there is. He's my son."
3: Oh yeah, yeah,
1: that bit that bit got me. That was the first time I teared up in the movie. All right, (laughs) which I think is before like the halfway mark, I'm pretty sure.
0: Maybe it's before we see um before we see Meryl again before she pops back in. Yeah, before Joanna's back in. I also want to say I really like the inclusion of the character Margaret.
1: Yeah, she's great.
0: Really, really good character. I think again, uh, not in it loads. Yeah, in it a nice amount. Again, feels like someone that would really be there. Yeah, like like there's like every there's not an abundance of characters, but the characters that are there all feel like they they're not just there to fill a character spot. No, they or serve a purpose. As a viewer. Like again, slice of life. Slice of yeah. life type of shit. And she, like, this person would be there.
1: She works really well to give a different perspective on the like life of someone who is divorced. Because she yeah. she already is and has been but since before the movie started. Um yeah. so she's she works really well in that sense. And to kind of when she she says later on, doesn't she, that her and her her ex-husband are, are starting to seeing each other again. And yeah. that that's very interesting in terms of where Ted is at that point and what yeah. must be going through his head with Meryl and all that
0: kind of. Stuff. Yeah, I, like, I like her inclusion as well in the sense of like because obviously she she, we, she oh. starts in the film as Joanna's friend. Yeah, and again in any other film this would have just been uh, the the yes. ex-wife's friend who would have turned uh. him more against who would have turned him more against him. But what she turns oh. out to be is just. A friend of the family, yeah, and someone who just wants the best for everyone, mm-hmm. not just not just the child, but Joanna and Ted as well. Like, just she's just a friend, yeah. And it's again, it's nice to see that, and that's one point as well that I wanted to mention as well. Like, I love like how the ho- it's a proper diplomatic view on this entire situation. Yes. like this could have been like, well, the film is Kramer versus Kramer, so this could have been a. Oh, I'm signing with Ted because yeah, what, you Joanna, Are you pissed off or like, but it's not that at all. It almost starts to feel like that because obviously we're viewing the film through Ted, yes, and that. But it's once we get within the court case, it's like you
1: can you can, I, I can see I,
0: I can, I can, everything. I can see everything about it. Yeah. Again, I'm not, and I think it's bold as well for the '70s to be doing it because um, I'm looking at it going like, she wanted to get, get away. away. Yeah, she felt like she wasn't ready. ready. Yeah. She, she, she felt like, like you know she wasn't doing the best that she could so she thought so she saw yeah. a therapist which again we yeah. advocate like fuck yeah. so it's like just, so it's some of that obviously we both find that a very like um, uh, we're both passionate, about, passionate about. about that subject anyway in yeah. any regard so and the way she explains like, stuff is like okay, oh yeah, yeah it's not like she abandoned uh, anyone she just needed needed to yeah she
1: needed time
0: so you almost see every, everyone's point. Everyone's point. Again, it's not a... It, if anything, it shouldn't be a Kramer versus Kramer. It should just be Kramer yeah. and Kramer. Yeah. I get why it's called that, because the film, you know, again... But it's a legal said, case. and lovely. It's a legal case thing, and also, you know, I think just general film marketing in the sense of, like... Oh, it's a slice yeah. of life film about a dad and his about a dad and his son. It's like right, but what else? Oh, well, there's a divorce case going on, a, a custody case going. on. It's like that's the film. It's like yeah. boom, that's it's not. The it's
1: third not. Act. Yeah, it's like the last half hour. Do the whole.
3: Thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean
1: the the. Yeah, it really. And I'm gonna get real technical here. I'm gonna bring out my uh one year of studies at A level law. <laughs> Really, the movie should be called Kramer V Kramer and not Kramer versus Kramer. Because
3: when it Yes, technically yes. When
1: it's a legal case it's whoever V or it's the Crown V, whatever. So it should be Kramer V Kramer movie. <laughs> God damn it. Pop your title with um, Batman V Superman. It should definitely be versus Yes, it should be. Uh and get rid of Justice. Yeah, it sucks. Just that section.
0: Just call it I meant the title in in the film, but also the film as well. Just get rid of the film. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> Just stop. Just get rid of the film as well. Um, uh, before we talk specifically about the court section, yes, really. Which uh, I want to talk about a uh, little. Let, let's. I want to like you know just like when turning to a left turn, just to talk a bit oh, about. Nice. Uh, he's been uh, he's been oh, doing some driving se- lessons. I have. I have. Uh, <laughs> Uh, t- 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 doing a bit of a left turn because I didn't know what an indicator wasn't I stepped in a car. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> that's what that means. That's not true, Robbie. That's me being funny. I was going to say, what? Funny. That's me trying to be funny. You see, this is why I get Brandon as the brains and not the, not the humour. Um, and I'm
1: neither. <laughs> that's
0: good. No I, I want uh, I I've been very I've been I can't I, I probably have fucking mentioned on the podcast I'm mm. very open in the sense of I am very much so someone who does not oh, like the thought of being a father or a parent like in any regard whatsoever mm. or living a married life that terrifies me, right? And it's not thing about me being a bigot with all that; it's me being terrified at the thought of me having all that responsibility. And and um, there's many films as well that I watch that I'm like, Jesus Christ, yeah, this is why I don't want to be married. Fuck my life! Uh, I still don't want to be married. I want to preface by that, but then also I then think to myself, Jesus Christ, I wouldn't want to be a dad. This is the first film in a very long time to make me think myself like I would want to be a father and more so, and not in a sense of like, Oh, it looks like a whale of a time. It doesn't. But what I gained from this film a lot is how like, is the relationship that is formed and built Yeah, in that, like within a father and son Type of thing, which is why Uh, when it gets to the point of him having to say goodbye and all that, and then uh, him and then Ted doing a bang up job about telling him of when they're going for a walk about telling Billy, Yeah, you're gonna be moving in with your mum. And he's like, But where would I be sleeping? And he goes, Well, in well, the mummy's flat. Yeah. The apartment. And where, where, where will my toys go? Well, with mommy. And who knows? She might get more. And then he goes. Uh, and like, who will read me a bedtime story? Well, mommy. will. it's like oh, that means you won't be able. You're not going to kiss me goodnight anymore. And he goes, Yeah, that won't be happening anymore. And it's like, yeah. oh, fuck
1: it's so it. sad.
0: Damn it! <laughs> it's it's a lot of that. So it's like again, I want to like say like it's a film that like I think it is because it shows it from a slice of life point of view where it's like I am looking at it like from its realist form and it is like God, it's again hey man for, I, i've never said no in the sense of like definitely not i wouldn't want to be a dad for definite but this is the first time a long time where i'm like yeah i could see myself in this situation which again yeah. it's giving me a bit of a life affirming point of view of it so i want nice. to say like, the film's done a bang up job with that as well um not anytime soon though jesus, <laughs> no, jesus christ jesus christ i'm okay being i'm okay being an uncle and even then it gets a bit much sometimes but, um, <laughs> which says a lot um yeah a really good a really good depiction of a relationship i would Definitely. say in that sense um now the uh the final bit i would say
2: court yes, case, uh, the court is, proceedings uh,
0: no, Court proceedings. Uh, we say that uh, obviously we talked about. Um, this is the third film that's involved a court now that we've talked about on intermission. Obviously, Twelve Rugged Men. Yes. The Miracle. The Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Yeah. And now this. The best of the three.
1: <laughs> Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. There it is.
0: That's like the Holy Trinity of courts. <laughs> yes, yeah, it really is. is. Did this? Did this kid murder his dad? <laughs> who sh- Who sh- Who should have child custody? Is this man Santa Claus? <clears throat> is, is this man
1: Santa? Who knows? Who's to say? <laughs>
0: Oh, and an illegal, an an, an illegal proceedings.
1: Yes, he is. Yes. Yes. Legally speaking, yes, this man is Santa Claus.
0: Go watch our Miracle 34th <laughs> Street episode. That's a fucking great film. Yeah. Um, fantastic. Uh, that's one thing I want to say as well. One thing that like I got vibes off massively mm. with Ted Kramer. I got I got a lot of George Bailey. Yeah, I got, I got quite, I got quite a bit of Jimmy, like old school Jimmy Stewart. I can I can with understand Dustin Hoffman that. in this. Yeah, and I, again, I think it's from the point of view of like he's flawed, but he's not an arsehole. Yeah, he's good. He's good, but he's not perfect. Yeah,
1: he's trying, man. You know.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, and every little thing he does is so endearing. Yes, is what I'll say to that. Everything. Yeah. The point as well was like he gets sacked. Bullshit, by the way. Yeah, wanna say what a crock of shit. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure there's a court case in there. That's yeah. all I'm saying. You're getting sacked. Why? Because you're being too much of a dad. What the fuck? What the
1: fuck does that mean? <laughs> the fuck? You're just too good with your family. <laughs> <laughs> <You're
0: dead. laughs> you dickhead. Pay- you're putting all your attention on your son. Yeah, you're- <laughs> I'm a single dad, you belly.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sacking you. You do know I'm going to... Custy pal. Yeah, but we can't be. De- you know, I'm fucked, right? Yeah, th- you know, th- I'm, I'm
1: like <laughs> monetarily, I am shafted at the moment. You know that, right?
0: My thought is, like, could you have just demoted him?
1: Yeah, just,
0: just no. no, just
1: yeah, just give him less responsibilities at work. I guess I don't know.
0: Don't just go like, I guess you're gone, Ted. Sorry. Yeah, what? sorry, man. What's that? You're Lanka. a you're a single dad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> On the uh, streets. <laughs>
0: and then it's like I'll get a job in 24 hours that's not possible I'll do it (laughs) and he does he's incredible (laughs) that man pitches his heart out
1: (laughs) god I wish it was that easy
0: and he lays down the thing of like he goes I will get back to you nope this is a one time offer not tomorrow not in future now now Now. if you want me now yeah
1: it's a baller move move. because
0: Cause because he first goes around going like please, 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 please. And then he plays the move of being like switching around. No, I'm making you want me.
1: Yeah. Legend. He goes and he's like, I'm overqualified for this. And you know I'm overqualified yeah. for this. So you get me or you don't. He's like, it's a pay and cut. Him, he's, he's like, I, I know, price. I don't care.
0: <laughs> so good. That's what I mean. But then it's like yeah. it's so like ah i get it. It's a great human move. It's a great human motivation. It's great. Yeah. It's just great Ted Kramer great character he is oh, so fantastic after, uh, severely underrated in the sense of not many I don't hear people talk about Ted Kramer no as uh, a really good character yeah really and, and again I think it's because he is just a bloke
1: yeah he's just a guy but he's my guy you know but
0: he's but he's my guy <laughs> 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 need a face need a shirt now of just Ted Kramer's face was my guy yeah that's
1: that's my guy <laughs> oh god new
0: bit of intermission merch if you want intermission merch just DM me and you can pay me yeah
1: um, he's the only guy that makes it and I'm I am and I'm the only guy that owns it am I right
0: yes right? Yeah, I, I need to I need, I need to make myself some yeah, I need I like, do. to myself a shit Jesus Christ it's a bit, <laughs> embarrassed. It's a bit embarrassing at this point um, <laughs> but yeah uh, but yeah really good court case as well yes it's a really good court subplot in terms of looking
1: at stuff from a court
0: point of view that's yeah, a film point of view, I think, and it again um, keeps
1: everything really subtle. It's not a uh, mm-hmm. you can't handle the truth kind of situation. uh yeah, it's very much a did you do this? And he's like, oh, a, kind of, but like you know, yeah, it's a very yeah, realistic yeah. portrayal. Yeah,
0: again, again, still, keep, but still keeping it entertaining. Yes, that's the thing is well. I wasn't bored with this film. This film wasn't a boring time. Yeah, with it, uh, when most of the film is just you're just watching. Dustin Hoffman trying to be a dad. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's just, that's the film. It's, it's just so, to be... Yeah. It's so endearing.
0: Yeah. And, and again, um, I like how we hear from both of them. Mm. And the court case isn't over long as well. We yeah. only hear what we need to see and hear. Yeah. We don't I, like, we're not there I, for I, like 40 minutes yeah. watching like just court jar- jargon and stuff. It's, it, it's, it's, it gets why we're there. It gets it through it. It redeems Joanna as a character, I think, because it starts off being a bit like, what the fuck, you just come, you, you bail, then you just come back and go like, yeah, I want Billy. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: excuse me?
0: <laughs> like, it's like, what the fuck are you on about? But yeah. then it's like, it is it is more of like a, uh, no, like that, whole, again, that whole core thing, it's like, uh, no, nah, yeah, I get that. And again, another a brilliant exchange between the two of them where um, they lay in, to Ted about um, oh, what they like, you knew about losing his job. Yeah, isn't it? I think yeah, it's losing his yeah. job. Is it losing his job or is it when Billy fell over?
1: He does I a bit. Of, he P- does a bit of both.
0: Yeah, they. Like, I think it was specifically Billy getting uh, injured. I think that was the specific thing that pissed him off. Yeah, because that's when Giants uh, representative specifically says didn't you, spis, didn't you verbatim tell Joanna that oh, it was yeah. your fault fo- that you're responsible for this yeah and then at moment where he just gets in the lift
1: silent. Yeah. don't say a word she, doesn't even look at her
0: which <laughs> is he, he, he kind of glances at her yeah. and he just looks down I'm like yeah I would have done the same like yeah. I wouldn't have kicked off I wouldn't have like booted off about it but I also wouldn't be happy
3: yeah
0: but I'm like what the fuck
3: yeah come <laughs> on man <laughs> come on dude
0: and um, again, both of them did it really well. Yeah. Meryl wasn't, Meryl wasn't over the top in the sense of like really teary and stuff. She mm. was yeah, nice and restrained. Yeah. Dustin' hot. Again, but there's not more I can say other than like, I just like when you do subtle acting really well. Yes. It's, again, I like big acting. I think there's, I think there's good ways to do both. Yeah, There's good ways to do both. Uh, an example of good big acting is Daniel Day-Lewis in There'll Be Blood. That's a really good example of a big performance done well. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Uh, you can look at Joaquin Phoenix as like someone who's really good at doing both in the sense of like Joaquin, you look at him in like The Master, mm-hmm. even Joker. Joker, both really good big performances. But then you look at him like, in Her, or you're never really yeah. here. And just two very nice small performances that still get a lot of nuance and a lot of emotion done mm-hmm. really well. And Dustin Hoffman, again, I've seen him big. He's he was um I mean, technically he did a big performance in Rain Man because you know he's like really like giving you like the the, the really dramatic autistic yes. type of thing. He's really good in that. But then it is, he is just a dude, but he's not Dustin Hoffman, he is Ted Kramer. Yeah. In that. And of course Meryl Streep as well. She's done big, big as, as it can go, go mm-hmm. as big as a performance can go meryl Streep has done it and as far as i'm and i've heard she's really good in a lot of big performances yeah um i mia uh, yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: let's, let's not. let's not uh here we go again no 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 please let's don't not. <laughs> let's, can like if they do a third one can it be mamma mia and, and again here we go again <laughs> and again another
1: one Three cool Mama Mia let's take it from the top let's go let's go let's
0: <laughs> take it from the top um, but, yeah, and, but in this again I like how she's not in it loads as well she's good in it she was actually one of the things that I praised quite a bit in Deer Hunter in the sense of like I didn't think she was she was actually one of the better parts of Deer Hunter from my memory of that film uh, yeah again the amount she's in this really good like her a lot in it um, is there any more you want to talk about before we get to the the ending? Because there's some of that I want to talk about with the ending.
1: I can uh, do some some uh, Tweedo's miscellaneous notes if you All like. Right. Um. So what did I say? Um. There was the line "How much courage does it take to walk out on your own kid?" That's real sad. It's a real sad line. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Um. I made a note that uh, it's fantastic Hoffman hair in this one.
2: Oh, oh,
0: he's got,
1: I'm jealous! Oh my God, he's got brilliant locks, hasn't he? Right, I'm jealous
0: about that man's style. I want yeah. everything that man wears.
1: Oh hell yeah, it looks great. Um, Christmas decorations made out of popcorn cannot be convenient. No. Oh,
0: I love, I love the um, the use of going through time in this. these yes. no Title cards. It, we're just, we're just in the next scene. Yeah. And then it's like, how long has it been, Ted? Eight months. It's like Jesus, we're that far. Yeah. Jesus, yeah, it's really good. Um, really, good uh, really good passage of time.
1: I wrote, he can do French toast in, in, ca- in all caps. Um, yeah. Well, Big to the right, right. yeah, push brilliant push stuff. Um, and I also said, uh, I said I also like fried chicken, Billy. <gasps> just the best. <laughs> that is just hilarious. When he walks out, it's like, "Hi, do you like fried chicken?" <laughs>
0: Right, all I'm saying is, no matter, no matter the house, and I'm not saying that I have a lot of experience in this matter, but all I'm saying is, yep. no whoever whoever you're sleeping with, yep. and you need a nip to the toilet, and if it's not an ensuite, even if they live in this, even if they live alone, just put on anything. Yeah. Just anything. Just, just no put, what. Just put, something. On, put on his shirt. I don't know. Yeah. any something. Yeah. <laughs> I just hold Surely it. Surely you must. Surely you must know he has a kid. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. you work together, right? Yeah, come on. Fuck me. That like, was yeah, like, I, that was like you're a dummy. You're an idiot. Is is her reaction to it as well?
1: That like when he goes like, "Do you like?" She doesn't
0: fr- bail. She doesn't die. No, she doesn't anywhere. run she away. Stays. She
1: just stands there. And he's like, "Do you like fried chicken?" And she's like, like, fried, chicken? And she's like "Fried chicken, love it." Uh, I'm. <laughs> Big fan.
0: Ted's not doing anything either. He's like, "Oh no, my son just, just saw a like, naked oh, <laughs> it's like do something, <laughs> fuck's sake.
1: Yeah, that's good stuff all around.
0: And then she just walks in and goes like,
1: "I just met your son." And then that was funny. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. I, I like that scene a lot. Um, yeah, it's so stupid. <laughs> but like the, f- shit, but... the fact that Billy's chill with it kind of feels like is Ted doing that a lot
0: i was gonna say is how is, is this regular he, yeah he was kind of he, he he did kind of he wasn't kind of like who are you what? Yeah.
1: yeah he just kind of yeah he just kind of goes like hello all right Do you like fried chicken he <laughs> just walks up sup What's your favourite fried chicken <laughs> but what's with the fried chicken like it's like 9 30 or something so he's not eating fried chicken at the time he's just Curious, I, get, I don't know. About,
0: maybe just thinking about it.
1: Yeah, who knows what goes through six-year-olds' heads. Who cares? I oh,
0: don't know. It's uh, been a while since I was that.
1: Yeah, same. Yeah, I'll wait till Ezra is and I'll, I'll ask him. Then you ask him, what's this about fried chicken, Ezra? Yeah, what's this about fried chicken? Right, let me tell you. He <laughs> so, <laughs> just... brings some, like, some glasses out of his pocket, sticks them on, puts his feet up. Let me tell you about fried chicken. <laughs> it's just like this
0: like general conversation between six-year-olds. Yeah, yeah We all had, but we all just don't remember it.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, I'm uh, ready to talk about the end. Are there
0: any other things on your tearometer?
1: Tier- thermometer? Uh, tearometer. I had um, the bit with the where he was like, I need to go in and see him for the stitches. Um, yeah. Also, the bit when they were fr- when they were cooking fried t- uh, French toast at the end. Yeah. Um, I think I teared up in the in the courtroom at one point. Uh, and, the, and the and the bike also. I like the bit when he's, when he's riding a bike. Oh, just well, just teaching to ride a bike. Yeah, just cause I'm real proud of him. It's yeah. good on him, you know?
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my boy! Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's
1: I think my that, son! I think that's why... I mean, you sounded like Cedric Diggory's dad from Goblet of point. Fire. That
0: was the point. Oh, right, okay. I was going to say... <laughs> there wasn't, wasn't a line where Justin Hoffman <laughs> went, that's my boy! Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, wait... What are you doing? I was was doing my Cedric Diggory's father impression.
1: Very good. Cedric Um,
0: Diggory Senior.
1: Is that what he's called?
0: No, I don't fucking
1: know. (laughs) (laughs) Like old Fucking, I don't know. Randall Fudge Monk. Or something like Yeah, Dilbert Fudge. I I don't know. Um, Would he he still be Diggory? He would be. (laughs)
0: Yeah. yeah, (laughs) He would have a different last name. His parents are
1: divorced. He took his mum's name. Ah, fair. Yeah. Um. Yeah, i have be just deep in Harry Potter law there for you. Um, and then he's gay. <laughs> yeah, and he's gay. And I... he's gay. <laughs> Twist, he's gay. Everybody's gay. <laughs> um, What the fuck was I going to say? Uh, oh, yeah. Why I think yeah. the courtroom works so well, right, yes. is that they don't have to do these big dramatic speeches and stuff and then um, go a bit over the top of it. Because at this point, we know these characters so well, mm. and we care about them so well, and we care about... Ted and Billy's relationship so much that when Ted is getting grilled by the lawyer, you don't have to do a huge performance for the audience to get emotionally invested in that. Because we yeah, already are. Man. I'll be watching that going, you better fucking leave that guy alone. Leave yeah. him alone. <laughs> He's yeah. trying. All it, like I'm already invested. You don't have to do these huge performances. And I, I kind of appreciate it for, for not going over the top and, and keeping
3: it low-key.
0: Yeah, yeah, the art of subtlety is yeah. the best way to describe Kramer versus Kramer. Yeah, I mean, and also I also, I also I also really like because like, they almost tease the fact of like how he's like how oh, uh, uh, no, Ted's I'll, almost going to his lawyer like uh, oh, I want to I want to uh, appeal uh, I want to uh, uh, and he goes well if that's uh, the case, then Billy's gonna have to get involved I'm gonna have to put him on the stand then and yeah like, I can't do that he's like uh, I'm not doing that then. that's just it then yeah and, and, I, and then it's left of <laughs> it. Yeah, it's not. It, that's it. It's like, ah, oh, yeah, we didn't. It's because again, any other film would have been like, yes, whatever, yes, it, whatever takes. it takes.
3: Yeah,
1: as soon as it's like, we're gonna have to get Billy involved. He's like, well, I don't want that for my son. Lou gone,
0: and that, done. That's it. Course yeah. done. He's he's trying to accept it, right? And that yeah. leaves yeah. on to the ending yes. I'm getting all emotional when we, yeah. when he's when he's saying his goodbye. Yeah, and, all that. and I'm ready oh, there, and I'm like, ah, this is just it. This is just how it is. Yeah, it, you know, just how it is. And then the ending, and then there's a bit of like her going, I don't want to take him now. I can't take him from his home. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that.
1: I didn't paint clouds on the wall or something. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I kind of felt a little bit like I was a bit of a cop. Cop, Again, again, I didn't see it that go to fruition or anything. I'm (laughs) almost kind of glad that it ended how it did in the sense of like she just went in the lift and he was like I'll let you just speak to him. Yeah. Kind, kind of mirroring of- when they first left. Yeah, actually. it's like
1: a it's a Yeah, it's, it's cool. I, I just don't
0: know. How I feel but... like like did, did she just let him let stay him with Ted legally?
1: Yeah. No. I don't know. Like in in my head, it's like I don't know. I think I personally would have liked if um. If we'd have seen Billy go with her, yes. and Ted had to go and drop him off somewhere, and she didn't say a word, we just didn't hear anything from Joanna, and I and we keep the scene focused on the fact that Ted and Billy are having to go their separate ways for a little yeah. bit, like that. That to me is more emotionally impactful, and it's also what I'd like prepared myself for emotionally. Yeah, same. Yeah. Like I, I was, I was getting upset at the fact that have worked this hard to form this bond and it, it, the bond isn't going away but you know they're not going to see each other all the time anymore and he's going to go with tw- her uh, two weekends every month yeah and, and he'll have dinner with him once Jack- a week I think yes yeah, yeah. yeah. like stuff like that I'm like I, I was like okay that I'm prepared for that she's going to take him away and, and that's the ending of the movie and um, I've also
0: kind of emotionally built myself up to accept like him being with Joanna isn't a bad thing. Yeah. as well. Yeah, it's exactly. Just like, he's just not with Ted now. It, yeah,
1: it's not yeah. bad, it's just different. Like it's, yes, yeah. So it's like when she then comes and is like I don't know if I can take him and like all this I, I... it kind of defeats the point of what I thought the ending was going to be cuz the
0: whole thing we almost built the fact of like yes, Joanna's kind of like um, um, dealt with no. all her troubles now. Yeah, she's now stable in, and confident in herself as uh, a mother now. Yeah, and that uh, ending uh, just makes it almost like her girl. Like I know, it just uh, feels like we just went backwards. Uh, almost yeah. like it's just yeah. like no, like I, it, it's a bit too. Oh no, oh no! But he can just be with you, though. It's a bit too nice. I- and happily ever after, okay. but it doesn't feel like it should be happily ever after. Yes. Like, yeah. No, yeah. The, hap- the happily ever after should be, no, now he no. goes with his mom and now it, the, the, arc the arc should arc. then be yes. Billy accepts both his mom and his dad. Yeah. And he yeah, learns but, the fact, that, like okay, a change is not a bad but, thing. That's what he should learn. Cause the big thing with Billy is like, he's just moving out the house that he's been with his entire life. Yeah, should be like change isn't a bad thing. The arc for Joanna should be like, now I am a better mother.
2: Mm.
0: Now I do feel like I can handle this a lot more now. And the whole arc for Ted is like, I've grown as a dad, and now I am there for him as a dad. So it's bittersweet in the sense, like, but he's not living with Ted, but it should feel like no. But everyone, it's for the better. It's everyone's. It's the next chapter now.
1: Because that, that makes sense specifically for Billy because the reason that he's struggling so much at the beginning and he's not accepting his dad and stuff is because he does he can't accept change. And yeah. he doesn't he doesn't yeah. like that huge change has happened and he doesn't understand why. It it would show a lot of how that character had grown if by the end he was like a big change is happening again. We face him with something that is on par with what happened first. Mm-hmm. And he kind of you see him deal with that in a more mature and and he, he gets it more and all that kind of stuff. I think that would be more impactful than a... It's kind of left up in the air, did she, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I
0: don't know, like, it, it, it's one of these things where, like, I wish I, I, the I, I, I ending went, went, went home with it. Yeah, hit it yeah. Because yeah. uh, apart from that, very satisfied with this film. Like, everything mm. about this film is satisfying.
1: On On the discussion of the ending... Should I try and call up resident Kramer versus Kramer expert Julia Colley to get her opinion on this? Yes, let's see how this works. Okay. <laughs> see, because I haven't. Um,
0: what you can can do it, it we can sure cu- You get make sure you get the speaker like, like that, that with the yeah. with the microphone.
1: Because we can't, we can we can cut this out. Um, because she might not pick oh. up. I we'll haven't. I haven't warned her that this is happening. This is gonna be really embarrassing.
2: There you go. I can hear it fine. Okay, Julia. Oh no, <laughs> Oh, No. Oh, dear. no. Oh, ah, you're
0: <laughs> Oh well, she had a chance.
1: Oh god, she's had her chance now. She
0: has a, She's had a chance. She hasn't it. been. A-
1: she hasn't been active on anything for an hour. Oh. Maybe she's dead. I don't know. <laughs> if,
0: so, if so, we will put this in memory of Julia Colley.
1: Yes, absolutely. I sure, uh, sure,
0: oh God, that, That's fucked.
1: Bloody hell, Julia.
0: <laughs> sure, sure, sure. She had no. an opportunity to be on an intermission episode when we've talked about Dustin Hoffman. Film. Yeah,
1: she had her opportunity. She's had an opportunity to step out of the side characters who were only talked about and into the... She's made an appearance. People, she, but... she, could, she could have
0: stepped into the Leo Bradley category.
1: Yeah, she could have stepped into people actually think I'm real. Territory, yes. but no, yes. now she's still amongst yeah. the um, the Schrodinger's cats of uh, intermission side characters Ala la Reese Bruce, who may or may yeah. not be real. Who knows?
0: A ala Reese Bruce, a la Joseph Caslin, a la
1: Angus Moore. Yeah, um, <laughs> all of these people who could not exist. Who knows? Yes. You'll never yes. know. Uh, and Julius, if you are watching this, sorry, sorry, man.
0: Uh, this things uh, happened.
1: You know. Yeah, it's her yeah. birthday next Wednesday, by the way. Oh cool. So yeah. I'll uh I'll be sure to wish her a happy birthday on the next podcast. Yes. Is uh, that right? You, will that be that'll be that, that week. week. Yeah, that'll week. be
0: that'll be I'm I'm
1: planning I'm planning to release this this
0: Saturday. Oh, okay. So yeah. yeah keep right. the groove going. Yeah. Just uh, so next week will be the happy birthday Julia episode. Sweet,
3: um, nice.
0: Uh, we'll move on from talking about specifically Kramer versus Kramer, and I don't know how long this conversation will go, actually. But yeah. we'll go through the comparison. We'll go through the discussion. Kramer
1: versus Kramer versus marriage versus story. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Kramer versus what's Kramer the- versus Driver versus Johansson. Let's now, go. What's,
0: the, what's 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 the, what's their um.
1: Julia's just messaged
0: me. (laughs) (laughs) What'd she say? Uh,
1: She said, hello, just walk in the dog, are you okay? Uh. Uh.
0: Kramer versus Kramer versus Barber versus
3: Barber. Excellent. But yeah. Yeah.
0: Right, so. This little debate. If it is going to be a debate. If it is going to be a debate. I just think it probably is. Yeah, right. right. It might, well, because I like both of them like, really. I like I, them both a lot. Anyway, I prefer Maris story Mar- more because it's the first one that I saw, and I just had a, more, just m- a lot more of a visceral, emotional reaction and attachment to Maris story that I did. Kramer versus Kramer, and again, I want to say it doesn't fucking matter if it's like you know, both these films are really good. They're yeah. only compar- They're already- it's comparable for a fun discussion. It's not like whatever, because I because I remember you went to me before I watched this film. Before I watched Kramer yeah. versus Kramer, you were like, "Maris story is just Kramer versus Kramer. It just is."
1: What's is that the sweeping statement that I made? Because I usually make quite sweeping statements in you said in terms of like that.
0: Kramer. You said it's just Kramer versus Kramer. And mm-hmm. here's and here's the and here's a similarities between Maristory and Kramer versus Kramer.
3: Yeah.
2: There's a divorce. Yeah. There's a custody battle. Yeah. Does Hoffman has similar hair to Adam Driver?
1: Yes. Identical New hair.
0: New York is in the film.
1: Yes, New York is in the film.
0: And that's the similarities. Well, There's is is nothing oh, else. That's the There's movies. Nothing. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. Because no, here's my thing with this. This film, do you know what? Kramer versus Kramer. If if Marriage Story was just the segments of Adam Driver with his kid in the hotel, you know those segments where it's just Adam Driver with Tommy, I believe it is? Yeah. Is the boy's name? If it's just that, then yes, I could say to you, yes, it is just that. But it isn't. Those are small sections in the film because then we get a lot of segments of Scar Johansson. That film is a lot more about the custody battle than it is... Yeah, Adam Driver trying to be a dad. I would say, and yeah. I would also, and I would also say that the way you described it as well as like it's just, and many people did this as well. It's not just Robbie. Many people have went. It, Kramer versus Kramer was Maris story. just ripped off Kramer versus Kramer. I
1: believe Julia was one of those.
0: <laughs> Kramer versus Kramer didn't invent custody battles in film. It didn't. It didn't, invent <laughs> it didn't invent
1: divorce.
0: It did invent divorce. And I, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. Adam Driver and Dustin Hoffman have the similar hairstyles. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Both Scarlett Johansson and Meryl Streep are blonde. Oh no! I, come on, because I, I, I was expected it to also uh, also be a thing where it's like. Ah, it must be as well that they are similar Uh, occupations. So here's me expecting to hear that Meryl Streep is an actor. No, she wasn't. She worked in a fucking ad agency. Here's me expecting that Dustin Hoffman was a playwright. No, he worked as an ad exec. There's no similarity between characters either. Okay, so let's stop with this comparison. It's easy to compare. I get it, but Marish Story is not the same film. And if and your complaint like, is Mara's Story bad because Kramer versus Kramer did it better, that's not valid. It's not a valid reason to not like Mara's Story. Is okay. all I'm saying
1: I love there. these segments of the show when it's Oscar that has a rant instead of. It's so good. Oh excellent stuff. Because you, you're you're a, you're a much calmer person than I am. <laughs> You know, when something when something finally gets it, it's it's fucking brilliant. It's but, also um, I always
0: I always wait till I can actually have the point about it because I did think yeah. myself. I don't think it is the same film, but I haven't seen Kramer, for Kramer versus Kramer yet, so I'm not yeah. going to argue. Yes. I'm not going to argue it because I'm not going to have this. There's no battle to win there. Yeah. So now I have watched the film and I love them both. These both of these films are great. It's not like I'm like fuck Kramer versus Kramer, all hail marriage story. Yeah. They're both great films. Nice. They have similarities. Yes, there's comparable mm-hmm. things. They're, they can make a good double feature. They could. Yeah, you they could would. Watch the... Yeah. But it's not like I'm watching a remake of Kramer versus Kramer mm. or anything. I, they, they, they both have their merits to them, I think.
1: I, I have two points on this debate. Yes, go All on. My right. first point is um, that I personally, of the two, I agree with you. I like both. Right, um, I differ from you in that I think I prefer Kramer versus Kramer, and that which is because, in to me, um, with Marriage Story being more about, um, it's more about Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver. It's more about their relationship and yes, them going at each other and and attacking each other in court and all that kind of stuff. Um, that's more so what that movie is about. I much prefer. Kramer versus Kramer's take on a divorce in that it's more about how it impacts the child and that relationship between father and son and all that. I like, I prefer looking at the divorce through that lens as opposed to looking at the divorce through the relationship lens. That's yeah, just yeah. a nicer movie for me. I, I, I just enjoy that more. Um, and, I think,
0: and I can agree with that as well. I, if I want yeah. a more. Kramer versus Kramer feels like. I, I always I like doing this. I always, I always like comparing films to foods or drinks. It's yes, my favorite go on. To do. Kramer versus Kramer feels like a, a a morning coffee. Yeah. In that sense. It feels like a nice little morning coffee with a donut. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, whereas like some French
1: toast, toast, perhaps.
0: That's a good... Eggy bread if you're
1: British. Yeah, you a, mo- f- a morning coffee with way too much coffee in the cavity air and not enough liquid to make a cup of coffee. Yeah, and yeah. some French toast slash eggy bread. I have a, can I tell a fun story about eggy bread? Let me finish the. Sorry, yeah, go on. You tell <laughs> so, a
0: fun yeah. story about eggy bread. Whereas a okay. like, marriage story feels more like you know. I think we described um, bad education as like an e- an uh, evening drama. A mm. marriage story feels like like a um, if you took that coffee but took a shot of, uh, an Irish is it an Irish coffee? Oh yeah, where you where put whiskey in it. Yeah, it feels yeah. like an Irish coffee at late at night. It's yeah. what marriage story feels like. So, yeah. again, both things have coffee involved with them. But yeah. you're, watching one... them at, you're watching them at different points at, in your day. And yeah. um, you can only watch one of them. With, you can only share one yeah. of them with a child.
1: Yeah, and if you're if you having you both in the morning, then one of you, you've got a problem. Yes, yes. <laughs> if you're having one of them in the morning, you've got a serious problem. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, what's
0: your, your bread story?
1: uh my friend um my friend Danny Hall who will be now added to the ethereal running a cat um supporting characters uh him and his brother Joe came to stay at my house once when we were when we were young and uh my dad made his eggy bread in the morning and Joe was like tearing it to pieces like it was like it w- he was like ripping it apart with his hands into like with like the bits were like minute It was it's just <laughs> ridiculous it was, like, in shreds. We were like, Joe, what are you doing? And he said, where's the egg? So, <laughs> so that's so that brilliant. You can, you
0: know, good shit. You
1: can, you can't argue with that. Um, my other point about this debate would be that yes. I think this... Fuck um, oh off Gmail. Sorry. Gmail keeps giving me notifications for emails that aren't telling me if I've got a job or not. It's doing my head. And <laughs> yes. No. Oh, kidding. son of a bitch. Anyway, sorry. Um The other one is, I think, using these two films is an excellent case study for the development of acting over the last few decades. Yeah. Uh, because this is very uh, real, subdued. Uh You don't have to do big emotional blah 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 to go However, The Marriage Story is... Bah, you're a bitch and I hate you and I'm going to punch this wall or whatever. This guy, look at him. In one, in one scene. In one
0: okay. scene. That's, that's, the main, right, that's the main thing about this film, about Marriage Story as well. People took that one scene. Oh, like, So that's the film. It's, it, it,
1: it's not what the movie is. but yes.
0: <laughs> It's the thing that gets memed. It's the thing that everyone knows. Yeah. People knows Adam Driver screamed and punched a wall. That's
1: what it is. It did a big, bah. You've seen the edit of that? Um, where they've, like, they've made him a Velociraptor. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's fucking brilliant. Um, but yeah, sorry, that, that... But I do I do genuinely think yes. um, if somebody wants... If someone on the acting course the year below wants a dissertation idea for September, this is a good couple of case studies for talking about the development of acting because it's very similar subject matters and it's seen how actors... You know, how it's kind of portrayed and developed in a very actor-centric Performance centric movie.
0: It's interesting in the sense as well how like Adam Driver isn't method, but jason yeah. Hoffman is. But people would assume again if you were to just go like one of these are method actors. Which one do you think people might have went Well, Adam Driver because he did the big like screamy thing?
1: But
3: if he, did know, you know, <laughs> he did a big punch in a wall. He did
0: a big. He did a big thing where it's like he was like oh she was <laughs> dead. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. Which I, te- which I definitely did not take influence from when Ryan, one of my fans.
3: No, not at all. Not at all. Um, not at all.
0: Don't oh, worry about no. it. It didn't come out anyway. It's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's good. Don't worry
0: about it. It's good. Man. Don't worry. Yeah. Example as well, because you had your tearometer with Kramer versus Kramer. I had yeah. like four like, tearometers in marriage story. Right. So it, again, yeah. I, I think it also depends. You know, uh, both these films can hit. It also just depends what, what hits harder for you. In yeah. these films as well. Uh, and again, that's again, why that's I mean, funny. in the sense it's a silly debate because there's no right or wrong or like. Yeah. It, 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 it's personal. Uh, it's, it's like whatever hits you personally uh, in an emotional
3: manner, matters. in the
0: sense of like, like uh, uh, I, I could, I, if someone went uh, to me that like, uh, oh, I like, uh, a better uh, film than Maristory, I'm like, uh, I can uh, hear your uh, argument uh, and understand uh, you completely. But no, I'm, I'm not, not saying like Story is that I like Story better because. It's scientifically a better film. I'm saying oh, yeah. I like it better because I just get just it. Enjoy it. On a, I just, I just get it more on my level. Yeah. I think that's just where that I, argument I, is. The I, argument I, ends up becoming more when I start I, stepping in. When people go like, "Oh, Marriage Story is just Kramer versus Kramer." Yeah. And that's where that is. Like, well, no, it isn't now. Well, it isn't now. I've seen it. It isn't. Yeah.
1: Julia. Julia. <laughs> Suck on that.
0: There it is. But yeah. Just, yeah.
1: She hasn't replied. I'll wait what to see say, what she man? says. I just said... I um, was going to uh, see if you wanted to be on the podcast briefly because we were debating the ending of the movie. Oh, uh,
3: yeah.
1: I'll wait to see what she says.
3: But yeah. yeah.
1: Overall, point, it's good.
0: *crane like Crane is a very good film. Yeah. I would say it's a... It feels like a nice, different film than what we've discussed on Intermission. mission, Yes. Again, even though it is a Best Picture winner, it isn't. It it isn't a film that is. You know, it's not like when we've been like Casablanca yeah. or like Seven Samurai. It's it's great, Kramer, Kramer. That's cool. No, that's
1: cool. Have a good time with it, you know. Yeah, Enjoy on, yourself.
0: Come, come on board, everybody. Yeah. Ted Kramer, you know him, you love him. Bring him out. <laughs> Look at me. Why was I? Toast.
1: Why was I imagining you as um as Hugh Jackman from and then... <laughs> look at these freaks we've got we've got 10 Kramer
0: let me rank the Kramers at number 3 Seinfeld number 2 Ted and number 1 John Kramer from Saw Yeah, Leo,
1: he's a real bad bloke (laughs) I'm excited for Saw terrible guy with a heart of gold yep is is he he coming back for that I hope so (laughs) He's not dead yet, right? Canonically, he's not. Which
0: ca- which canon? Well,
1: <laughs> uh... Oh, I which, don't know. Which, I'm, which I'm one? I'm so yes, out of is. date with my Saw canon. I, yes, I don't. know Yes, yes, he
0: is dead. What are you? Okay. We'll binge, some, we'll binge them at some point, right?
1: Okay. Oh yeah, because yes. he was dead in Spiral, wasn't
2: he? Yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah. My thing. I said this to Angus. Like, I can't I wait, can't wait, can't wait can't for be... Saw to be revealed that it's actually just a Kramer origin story. Oh. Which, which makes it even funnier, because technically, if you watch the entire Saw franchise, we
1: know... We know. Are, we, are, we, are we gonna... Okay, let's make a hot prediction right now. They'll, um, the main character of uh, this next Saw movie, it'll be... Mo- <laughs> whatever
0: it's gonna be. Yeah. Whatever it's, gonna-
1: <laughs> it's gonna be whatever. And we're not gonna know who the Saw guy is. Mm. The whole movie is gonna be a bit of a John Doe. And it's gonna yeah, turn yeah. out that we've actually been following... Uh, John Kramer. This is his origins. Is that what we're that what we're predicting? Ooh. I uh, thought
0: they were just. I thought they were just. Good. You know how they just did. You know how they did Leatherface. How they, uh, they like, yeah. like hire yeah, like yeah. younger. I thought it was like imagine if they just did that. Like they hire like a hot young actor to be a young John Kramer. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And it turns out he was doing traps before he got the cancer. Yeah, like <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like who? Yeah, who's? Um, we need someone that's like ripe for this. Uh, that's like you know box. No, go do on. you know
0: who I said? Imagine, right? I said this to Angus. Imagine if they just go, Ezra Miller.
1: Oh, I mean, he suits it, doesn't he?
0: That's what I mean. Like, he's on the run. It's like, where's Ezra? He was filming
1: Saw X. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know, like Matt Smith or something. He's boxed off his poison. Get him in there. <laughs> we'll see. Although, I must, I must say, although he is boxed off his poison, uh, he's doing a great job on that new Game of Thrones show. That's really good. Should we call in a mission? Yeah, let's call it the mission. Fuck it, go on. <laughs>
0: let's We're do in the intermission it. section. Kramer vs. Kramer, good time. It's a so good time, go, go watch let's, it. Let's go on to the intermission section. Yeah. Uh so yeah, what? House of the Dragon, is any good?
1: It's fucking great, man. I've been um I've been watching so much TV lately. It's crazy. I mean so much TV, like TV. I've, been catching yeah. TV I've watched uh, like I've are been you, have you watched Game of Thrones? No. Oh, so this is the thing. Never seen Game of Thrones. And so I wanted to I was like, I'm gonna check out the first episode of that House of the Dragon, so so that if it is good, and it does become the newest, big, new, biggest thing on TV that I can You're be running. there on. I'm there at ground zero.
0: Because it. it's, like, it's, pre- it's a prequel.
1: You it's can, a prequel. It's, it's a prequel. And I was like, so I'll watch the first they, episode they, they, and see if I...
0: A be- they're doing a Better Call Saul, is what yeah. they're doing.
1: Yeah, yeah I, was, I was like, I'll, I'll watch the first episode and see if I get it or if I'm just incredibly lost. And I watched it and I was like, oh no, I get this. This is so, it's like set like 200 years before the main show. Right, okay. so it's like I, it's so disconnected that it doesn't even is really. It, is it like uh,
0: related to like Targaryens uh, or whatever the fuck? It's it's like
1: all Targaryens. It's oh, more yeah. as opposed to it being like in-house in house uh, in in fighting between families. It's more like Targaryens on Targaryens. They're all doing politics Dragon and shit. trying to yeah get rid of people and dragons and shit or whatever. Yeah, it's real good. Um, Matt Smith's a real piece of shit. My God, that guy, yeah. that guy sucked. He chopped someone's knob off. In the first episode.
0: Do you see the knob? Oh.
1: Yeah, In the pilot. Yeah. <laughs> In the pilot, Oscar. that That's how
0: Euphoria Season 2 started.
1: What, someone's knob getting chopped off?
0: No, I got shot off.
1: Uh, well, that's alright. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Alright. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's good. I've also been watching, um, I'm finally, um, <laughs> after years of people telling me to, to do so, I'm finally watching Breaking Bad now everyone can get off my fucking back, alright? Everyone leave me alone. I'm like halfway through season two. What do you want me to say? It's good, all right? What do you want? <laughs> everyone, <laughs> everyone leave me alone. I'm enjoying it. It's fine.
3: Yeah. It starts it's... getting
0: really, it starts really good. Get, to me, it starts like consistently getting great. The second mm. half of season four and then the rest of season five.
3: Yeah.
1: But like to me at the minute, I'm like, it's good. I'm enjoying it. Um, You're at least interested in the characters and shit. Yeah, and but it's like, doing, it's not, yeah. not the greatest show ever made. Everyone calm down.
0: Oh, where um, were you like ten years ago? So like, I mean, fucking I'm, going I'm, through this shit, man. Like, Jesus. I'm, I'm
1: sure I'll, I'm sure I'll get more into it. At the minute, yes. Yes. Yeah. At, at the minute, I'm more interested in Jesse than I am Walt. I don't yeah, really yeah, care yeah, about yeah. Walter at the minute.
0: You'll get to, it will switch, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Je- Je- Jesse's say, cool.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, where hey, am I up you to? Seen,
0: have you seen his girlfriend? Oh. Forgot her name.
1: Uh, Jessica Jones. Yeah. Mr. Yeah, she's in there. Yeah. Um, Pris- they've just started seeing each other. Pris- is okay. where I'm up to. So I've just got to the the first episode where you meet Saul,
2: uh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: where
1: Badger gets arrested or whatever. Yeah, yes. that, that that's where I'm at at the minute, and it's you uh, you, you haven't got a Gus yet, have you? No, no, no yeah, I've not yeah, got a yeah. Gus. This is the th- this is the thing, is that I know, I know where everyone ends up. Yeah, which is kind of upsetting, and it's the same thing with Game of Thrones, where it's like, I, if if I get really into House of the Dragon when the first, which I, I think i'm going to because i'm fucking loving it so far when the when that first season is finished between season 1 and 2 i'll i'll catch up on as much game of thrones like but it's it's the same thing where it's like i know things that happen yeah yeah, yeah. like i you know i know about joffrey yeah, I, yeah. Know, I know what goes on i know that that guy you know, that, that right, was in right, you know the and, red wedding i know the red wedding you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like i, I I'll just, I'll be begrudging going through and then going, oh, that's how this happens. Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Which is which is fine. To be, but...
0: to, be, to be fair, certain shows, I think like if they're that good, you could still get into them even though and what's going to happen. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, like the like the scene is still class even when you know what's yeah. going to happen. It's yeah,
1: like yeah, we're yeah. breaking bad at the minute. And I'm sure I'll, I'll, as I say, I'm sure I'll get more into it. I'm much more excited to finish it and start Better Call Saul because I know nothing about Better Call Saul.
0: Well, it's uh, a prequel, great. I just know that. It's like, yeah. all breaking bad, so yeah.
1: Yeah, so I, I don't know anything about that show. I don't know yeah, anything no, that I, happened. I at all. All about it, I've yeah. just heard it's good. But... I heard it gets really good. Yeah, I it gets really fucking good, man. So yeah. once I finish Breaking Bad, I'll move on to that, but <laughs> Yeah, I know I know what happened. I'm just going <laughs> So yeah. I'm just kinda of gonna be watching these next three seasons and hopefully the characters will keep me keep me into it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I've also been watching She Hulk every week. Oh uh. Anyway, we don't need to talk about that.
0: Yeah, uh, don't, don't worry about it. I don't give a shit. Robbie doesn't, you know, get you know, on not enthusiastic, yeah, so we can move on. Yeah, it's uh, fine. It's absolutely no, fine. The, the show that I like went through. I went through a bit of a Nathan Fielder phase. Do you know uh, of this? Do you know this man? Do you know um, Nathan Fielder. No. Do you know no. of the show Nathan for You? No. I went right. So basically, I, I went through the show called Nathan for You, and it's a bit it's of a Sacha Baron and- y type of. Thing where like, oh, okay. like he's he's, pl- he's playing, playing a character, character, but he's going to real people. But the thing is about this guy Nathan Fielder, he's not like Sasha Baron Cohen as Borat. Yeah, it's it's Nathan Fielder as Nathan Fielder.
1: He's right. Just, okay.
0: He's just doing. He's just kind of.
1: He just ramps it up a little bit.
0: Yeah, he's playing this. Basically, the premise of Nathan for you is like he, he's a guy he's who graduated from. From a Canadian business school with really good grades, and now he's going now we, to small businesses to try to help them succeed. And then, and then the show just show, eventually gets more and more silly, right? So, for example, the first within the first episode of this show, he goes to a frozen yoga cafe that, that isn't is doing great.
3: Right? Yeah. So
0: Nate, so Nathan's idea to like build to get more people to come to this place is introduce a new flavor. Poo. poo, And then the owner is like spike. what? And he's like, yeah, yeah. poo flavored yeah. yoga. And he's like, how will how that would get that... people to come? And he goes like because people will want to fucking try this poo flavored yoga and then it'll get interesting and it'll get p- and it'll get pressed. It'll get me. <laughs> so then the guy's like, I mean you can try it. So he legitimately goes <laughs> to this place and he goes to a frozen yoga place and actually uh, makes a poo flavored uh, yoga. Goes, Yep, here yeah. it is. Is the poo flavor? And then, and then advertises advertise. it, people go, uh, all of this poo flavored yogurt. And he goes, So would you try it again? And he goes, No. no. And then, like, the business owner is like, Yeah, probably not going to do that right. again. So we get to that. But uh, then there's a point, I think in season three, there's four seasons awesome. of this where he, uh, he's mm. going to this, um, like, this uh, souvenir shop, this Hollywood Boulevard souvenir shop. Yes. And he's doing great. Again. Yeah. So then he goes, right, uh, here's an uh, idea. We can fake fake, make it, we can make it look like we're filming a movie here, and that will get people going to the souvenir shop. Mm. He goes, okay. Okay. So. Nathan Fielder, he hires a Johnny Depp impersonator. <laughs> who's actually who's actually not too bad of a lookalike to be fair? So there's this guy who's playing, who's meant to be who's meant to be Johnny Depp. So mm. everyone's like, oh my god, it's Johnny Depp. And they're all around the souvenir shop. And then Nathan Fielder goes, Right, you need extras. Hi, Who hi. wants to be in it? And everyone's like, ah, oh, oh,
2: me, 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 me,
0: So then he keeps telling people, right, your motivation is you need you need to just buy an oh, item.
1: Brilliant.
0: And That's so that.
1: stupid.
0: But then Nathan feels right, listen, then then Nathan gets pissed off that they're buying like cheap shit. So then he goes to this one girl co- goes, right, you'll have a little bit of lines with me. So just run with it. Mm-hmm. And she goes, okay. And he goes, uh, he goes, Oh, how's how's the uh, how's the mission going? And he goes, Oh yeah, it's going good. Well, he here's the stuff you wanted. And he picks up this, this giant <laughs> crate of stuff and he goes, that'll be eighty-eight dollars, please. And then she hands him his card, her card, and she's like, "Are you putting in details?" And he goes, "I haven't said cut." She goes, "Oh, sorry." And then he <laughs> punches in. He goes that, and then afterwards she's like, "Yeah, I didn't want any of this. Like, can I get a refund?" And she goes, and "He goes, ah, oh, yeah. Uh, hey, do you want to meet Johnny? Do you want to meet Johnny Depp?" And she goes, oh, yeah." So he takes her into this fucking trailer with this Johnny Depp impersonator, and. and- She's He's buying, buying it, it as well. She's yeah. like looking at just as a person, like, "Oh, this is Johnny Depp." She's starstruck in that. And he goes, "Oh, uh, do you, you want, want him to have... sign something?" He can sign one of. Oh, but you wanted to return all of them, didn't you? Oh. And then she's like, "And she's like, well, he could sign one." And he, he went, said, no, no, "No, no, Johnny would. Well, Johnny prefers to sign like, everything." everything. <laughs> so after all that debacle, then he gets legal advice to be like, "Yeah, you do know you can get done for fraud. You've advertised <laughs> the fact of like." you've made a film, but you haven't made a film. So you, you could be fucked. Yeah. So then he has to make a film. And then what? And then he's like, now he goes, well, it is distribution. So then he makes a film festival. So his film gets distributed. Technically. That's so fucking... It gets it gets more <laughs> mental. So I watched that. And the show ends with this like feature length, like finale. Which nice. is actually called really cool, Fine in France. I don't want to say too much about hmm. it if you don't know it, but anyway, it's actually quite emotional and really oh, okay. like, sweet and shit. Uh, they uh, have yeah, like, like- recurring characters almost. Like there's mm. this guy who is like a private investigator who you see every now and then in the season who calls Nathan a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and again, these are all real people as well and, <laughs> nice. and all that. But I basically got into that because Nathan Field has got a new show called The Rehearsal, which is HBO. Oh, show.
1: Oh, I've heard of this. Yeah. Which is
0: maybe my favorite thing currently on telly. Oh, cool! It's okay. Fu- and I, again, and I love Euphoria. I, yeah. I re- got really, in, I got really into Euphoria. Um, Atlanta is really good. I really, yeah. I like. Oh, excited for the final season this late this year. Yeah. Excited for that, but the rehearsal is fucking amazing. Genuinely, it's it's a show that like it helps that I watch Nathan for you. But yeah. you don't need to what you don't need to. Yeah. It, it almost feels like I've almost watched Nathan Fielder as a character.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Almost. Yeah.
0: So it almost feels like, like I'm kind of like watching like more of him. But again, you don't no. it's not like the rehearsal is a spin-off of Nathan for you. Yeah. It's just different. But the rehearsal is it's so it's right up my it's right up my street in that sense, where it's just so mental of a concept that you almost are like what the fuck? And like the fourth episode is genuinely emotional. Oh, okay. Like, like they kind of put it as a comedy show because they, what else can you fucking put it as? Yeah. But like, it almost becomes like, like, again, I don't want to say too much because I don't feel like I can.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: It's, it's so impossible to talk about. Yeah. But it almost becomes this really mental, like, uh, like this one episode for, um, It's called the Fielder method, if people are curious about what I mean who I've seen the show, The Fielder Method, which is like Like, fucking insane. It deconstructs like what acting can be, but it also deconstructs like is this moral?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Like
0: Like, it's so like it's so cool. It's really cool. And it got renewed for a second season, which is mental for Mm -hmm. what HBO Discovery Warner Brothers are doing. Like
1: Oh my God, it's insane. I love
0: it. so the fact they're looking at this and they're going like, yeah, more of this. Yeah. It's brilliant. It's brilliant stuff. So yeah, I'll give that a watch. Fielder and the rehearsal rehearsal is great. Again, if you can watch Nathan for you, mm. do it. It's cool. You would like it. I, yeah. I, it. They're like 20 minutes an episode as well. So I can, uh, okay. it, it was an easy stick on just to watch type of thing. Yeah, But the, rehe- the rehearsal is fucking like yeah. someone else, man. Like, oh. I can't even I can't even categorize it in terms of what I could say I can say is similar to.
1: because no, I've I've heard people talk about but well, I've seen it on Twitter and people being like this is fucking insanely good. Like yeah, I should yeah. give that a watch. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what? Uh did you see that that headline which I think about just speaking on the Warner Brothers discovery stuff. Mm. Um they only have enough money to release two more movies for the rest of the year.
3: What? Yeah.
1: They only have enough money Why? to distribute two more films. And it's it's Black Adam and Don't Worry Darling are the two that they've chosen to be like. These are the ones that we're putting out. It's fucking I'm hearing, mental. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm hearing things about Don't Worry Darling.
1: Oh it's, yeah. I'm still looking forward
0: to it, but
1: I don't see I don't Oy, I haven't read up yeah. enough about it. All I've kind of seen is that Olivia- I've just
0: been hearing things. I I'm think, choosing not to look up loads.
1: Yeah, I, I, from what I understand, isn't it, that Olivia Wilde said that Shia LaBeouf was sacked because he was being inappropriate on set and, and making people feel unsafe, and then it turns out that that's not what happened. Also, like Shia LaBeouf then released a video being like,
3: oh, really? that's
1: not what happened. Like, There's a video of Olivia Wilde being like, I'd like to try and work this out and hash this out if we can. He Basically, he came out and was like, you didn't sack me, I quit. And then there's a video of her like that. That's just sent him being like, "I I want to kind of hash this out, and I hope that you know that kind of stuff." Uh, right. And Florence Pugh is refusing to do press or something like she's not doing any press for it.
0: I don't know about that. I know she's been reluctant to promote the film. Yeah,
1: I think she's but... not. She's not doing any press outside of its premiere. Is it Venice Film Festival or something?
0: Your Toronto, no, Venice.
1: Yeah. Venice. I think she, yeah, she's yeah, yeah. not doing any press for it outside of that premiere. I don't think.
0: No, it'll be Toronto. It'll be Toronto. Cause the yeah. film's coming out late September and Toronto is early. September. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, it'll be that. Um, I
1: don't know. Yeah. So I, I don't know enough about it to be like, to give opinions, but like, yeah, it seems, there, seems know, like know, a weird I know, situation.
0: I know. I read a little bit up on something. Cause there was that thing. Where, this is where people start speculating apparently that maybe she has like a thing with Olivia Wilde. Mm-hmm. Cause Olivia Wilde, Olivia Wilde was trying to be like, she's trying to like make sex scenes good. Like right. like within this film, like she's trying not to just make it really objectifying, but she's also trying to make them sexy. Yeah. Like, in the sense, like that type of thing. And she's trying to like be very empowerment. She's trying to be very pro-sex with the yeah. film. Okay. And cause she's saying like, cause the film takes place in the fifties and people think the fifties was very prim and proper, but it was actually quite a sexual decade. Yeah. um But then, and then, Florence Pugh, I'd be like, yeah, can, can like, people talk about the film that I'm in not because I'm having sex with Harry Styles? Can it yeah, like, I mean like Can it can we just be a merit on the performance and not yeah. like the sex though? <laughs> I mean the first
1: thing I ever remember reading about the movie was that the first footage of it had been shown somewhere and like the headline was the first footage has been shown and it depicts Florence, uh, Harry Styles like Going down, going on, Florence down on Florence Pugh, and I was like, okay, but what's the movie about? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like what? That's not. Why is that the kind of news of it? So I, I don't know. Yeah, a, I'm, I'm,
0: I'm fingers crossed for the film because I knew the film is the film itself. So yeah, exactly.
1: F- fingers crossed that is good. Um, Black Adam yeah. won't be, so there's no point in talking about that.
0: No, nah, I don't give a shit.
1: It's not going to so. be good, so that's fine. Um, I do you um, know what I I noticed the thing I I saw like a like a clip of The Rock talking or whatever, and then it showed some footage from Black Adam. He did that thing, you know that thing that he's been saying since like 2003? You know that like, the, the hierarchy of power is about to it? change. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shit that yeah, he's been saying for years now. It's all he ever says about the movie. He, he was saying something like that, and then it showed some clips from the film. From what I can tell from the footage, and I don't know if it's just the fact that it's, it's, it's the way it's shot, or it's just the footage that they've released is only from one action scene. Oh, yeah. it's just because it's CG and it all looks the same. It looks like that whole movie takes place on one street. Am I like, am I crazy or is that like? Hey, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see, we'll see what happens. I don't know. I don't know anything about that movie. So okay, I'll Jesus see it. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, Looking forward. Looking forward to uh, the rest of the air film. Wakanda oh. Forever looks good. I'm excited. Oh, for that. it looks so. Good. Um, that that, that, anything-
1: t- that made me tear up a bit. That trailer called yeah. call Blimey.
0: Yeah, I like the mix of Bob Marley and
1: Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, real well. good. When I noticed uh, how that switch was happening, that was the coolest shit I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, oh my yeah. God, yeah. I was like, what?
0: like that. I like it. It looks like they let Ryan Coogler just make a film.
3: hmm Which looks cool. like, like how
0: I like, like the original Black Panther, you know, when it went so, CGI. Ooh, that was right, noticeable. That, Whereas, Yeah, like, the end, they, yeah. It looks like they're letting the, uh, they're actually like, you know, they're pumping something in this. And if anything's going to, uh, beat Top Gun Maverick at the box office for the rest of the year, it'll, it'll be that. It's going to be that. It'll. It's not going to be Avatar 2. I don't care what people say. It's not going to be the highest gross film of the year. I'm saying
1: it. I am going to um, rebuttal it's that and say be, I, I think it will be.
0: It's not going to be a Marvel film uh, in 2022. Have you seen Avatar, ba- t- Avatar 2 is not beating Black
1: Panther 2. Have you seen the 2022? bullshit around Avatar at the moment? No, the a, the absolute shitfuckery, as I would <laughs> is what I would call it. Um, they're re-releasing it again.
0: Oh, the first Avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah they're re-releasing yeah. Avatar again to remind everyone, I guess, of what the first movie was about because nobody remembers. But it's on Disney Plus, so why would I go to the oh, cinema shit. to see it? And then guess what they've done, Oscar? For the month of September, whilst it's in theaters, they're removing it from Disney Plus. So if you want to watch Avatar to remind yourself before the movie comes out, you have to go to cinema and spend money on it again. Make it even more the most highest grossing movie of all time. Fuck you, James Cameron. you Piece of shit. You suck, man. You've got... It. He's got enough. I'm
0: tr- I'm trying to think of other f- the films that I'm trying to think of films that I'm genuinely excited for for the rest of yeah uh I think After Yang is coming out in UK no. in September
1: the um uh Glass Onion yes December is excited December
0: Blonde the Marilyn Monroe film with Anna Damas I'm yeah excited for
1: yeah I'll see, I'll, you for I'll see you with that I'm not holding um, that hope um, yeah yeah it, what
0: was yeah, it, it, the other one that it, I was it, it, it could be dangerously fall into mank territory, but
1: I hope. It
3: yeah. Can. The um. Oh.
1: Sam Rockwell, Saoirse Ronan. That looks good. good. It I looks it looks movie, great. Oh, good. see how they run is what that movie is yes. called. It looks great. I'm well excited enjoyable. about that. Looks enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, Seeing that most... next weekend, actually. Ooh. Yeah.
0: Nice. One of my most. I think probably I would say my most anticipate for the rest of the year. There's no. oh I think the Martin McDonough film is coming out later this year. Oh yeah, the one, the one with Colin Farrell and Brendan. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. It looks
1: like it's just gonna be like two hours or whatever of just Brendan Gleeson telling Colin Farrell to fuck off for like yeah. two hours. So
0: that and was I'm good. I'm so excited again. Yeah. In Bruges is one of my all time faves. They're yeah, back, baby. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, but also, excited. looking forward to. Um. I think the main one I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to Decisions to Leave. It's the new Park Chan Wook film. Uh, from the director of All Boy and The Handmaiden. All right? So Dan Out Ryan there. I'm excited for that. I didn't know about um, that. Yeah, but yeah, interesting um, for the rest of the year. Uh,
1: next the Thursday, um, for any listeners that are interested, because I know you won't be. Um, it's it's D twenty three on on Thursday, oh, yeah. next Thursday. So that's uh, it, it's Marvel. It's it's, it's Disney Comic Con. So lots of Marvel announcements. Uh, very excited. I'll do a, I'll do a real swift roundup next week of all yeah. the news that came out and I'll uh, I'll just see I'll see which, which news gets the biggest reaction out of it. I imagine it'll okay. be yeah. I imagine it'll be none of them, but it'll be a fun game.
0: We'll see. For, for the intermission section. We'll see.
1: Yeah. Uh, now,
0: and now and I'll go on to a section of the intermission of um what's happened in our lives oh this is hell what I yeah i wanted to tell you about because i've realized we haven't seen other in a while yes so there's there's things yeah. i need to catch you up on yeah go uh, on specifically two no i can't say one night out i can't uh, say i can't say that recorded so uh, have to be, oh god i'll tell you after i'll tell you afterwards okay uh with i can tell you a little bit about one That's night out. yeah i can okay. tell you a bit about one night out did, did i tell you about the last time i went to mixtape
1: no, not outside of when we went.
0: So, not since graduation, I didn't yeah. tell
3: you. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> right, okay. Um, it was the week after that. Do you remember that horrific heat wave? Mm. The first one where it was like 30 degrees.
1: The, when we were at the dumping ground.
0: That, when you were. At the when I was at the dumping ground, ground. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. The, week, the week after that, I went, oh, Angus invited me out. Uh, with peeps mm-hmm. for a night out on a Tuesday in Millsborough. If that, right. sounds like a, if that sounds like a nightmare to you people, it is. Yeah, uh, it's
1: awful. It sucks. <laughs>
0: no, nah, it could be a decent If you're ever out,
1: don't do it. Graduation was good. No, nah, graduation, graduation was a good time.
0: Uh, this night out. Well, <laughs> right, so the people that were out, it was me, Angus, um, his boyfriend, Dom, um Ellie. Yeah. Ellie cutmore Yeah. Um, Anna Anna Bant. Anna Banana Band. Anna Banana Band, And um and Ella Berry. Nice. Um, Star uh, of boat, Ella.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um,
0: someone who has a letter boxed profile and not me is Ins- all I want to say. Insane. The fact that Abode's on Letterboxd, first of all, good on you, but also I'm looking yeah. at, like, the fact of, like, Ella Berry made on Letterbox before me is funny to me. Yes. <laughs> um So, yeah, we went out, um, and there was a point where um Mixtape was closing, so this is 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, there's more details I'll have to tell you when we're not recording, because I've just remembered some that I can't say. Right. Uh, on, a, on recording, but there's a point where right mixtapes closing. Angus is going to me. Right, we're going, we're going uh back. To, we're going home now.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You come along, and I went. No, I'm not ready. Was I? Was I drunk? Yes, I was. Yes, you were. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it sounds like a very drunk Oscar thing to do.
0: It's like no, because when Oscar's drunk, he doesn't. He, he's he's not the last to leave. No. Nope. No, he is the last to leave. He's not the first to go, <laughs> is what Oscar is. Yeah. Is what drunk Oscar is. He's staying there until, until God knows. too late. Until yeah. too late. <laughs> and um. do you know what I remember? Do you remember that one night out where we found ourselves in Jack's after Connor's
1: Oh. Uh, SU yeah. bar?
0: I know how drunk the two of us were at that point, because there Jesus. was one point when I was at, at, sat outside Wilco's, talking to i don't even know who
1: oh yeah uh, some dude yeah was I that know, but... and
0: then and then this is how drunk we both were you walk past me on your own go like i'm heading off now oscar and my reaction wasn't i'll walk you back my yeah. reaction was like all right mate see you later uh, is that, all
1: right, i'm <laughs> just talking to this guy he it was, it was like some fucking some dude and you added him on instagram and he was like if you ever even if you ever need an actor mate or yeah, he did that. He
0: did that. But the, no, the first message. No, I only had two messages from him. The second one was, "If you ever need an actor, mate." Yeah. The first, the, but the first message was the night, the the the, more, the day after that night, and he went like, "Who was the blonde last you were talking to?"
1: Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear, mate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not ideal.
0: See, even more worrying. Apparently, he still found her account on Snapchat, which uh... is even so certain. Uh but yeah. Um, should I have said that? Doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> It doesn't matter. Uh, but th- yeah, but there was a, um, yeah. So Angus is going to me, We're, we should go. I, went, I don't want to go. And he's like, it went, oh, I think you should. I went, well, I don't want to. And, I, and no, no, I went like, I will see how Anna and Ella are because yeah. they weren't with us. I was like, I'll go back with them All right. uh, and just see. And I'll just go with them because I at least want to know they're okay. Okay. And he, like, and he and he was like, um, "Trust me, Oscar. They'll get home fine." I went, "No, I know that, but at least would like just to rest my mind." Yeah. With that, and he was like, "Well, it's easier to get a taxi back with three of us, so it's either going to be you or Ellie." And I went, "Well, I'm not ready to go." So to which he turned to Ellie, who was talking to a lad. Yeah. And he went, "Ellie." She turned. What? And he went, "We're going." She. Went, oh, okay. <laughs> the lad loved that, by the way. Yeah, I bet he did. <laughs> so then they got so then they got in the taxi, they went. I'm waiting outside mixtape. Anna and Ella weren't there. They 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 so I watched everyone leave mixtape. There was not one An- Anna and Ella. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. So then I just stood outside mixtape trying to video call Anna. The bloke who Ellie really was talking to walked up to me and was like, so what do we do now? And I went, i am fucking know. <laughs> who the <laughs> fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll <don't> fucking know. <laughs> He left, and then um, and so I'm trying to video. I end up video calling Anna. I went, "Where are you?" She went, "Mackie's." I went, "I'll walk that way." Nice, because then everyone was going to stereo, right? Oh god, <sighs> the place of who horrors? Yeah, it's fucking dreadful. The, the place where dreams I hate are
1: made.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, man! That's a club and a half. I slander that club. I don't care. I'll <laughs> slander. slander this place. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll gladly publicly go fuck stereo. <laughs> <laughs> Dreadful place for no other reason than the fact it's just a sensory nightmare. Um, yeah, strobes oh, galore. Terrible music. It's yeah. bad music. At least mixtape like no songs. Yeah. At least I can sing in mixtape. Yeah. Um, so then I'll walk, right. So I'm walking, I'm, I'm walking my way down that street in Middlesbrough, you know, yeah, the, the strip,
1: you know, the, the only street that we know, cause we only know the way from the train station to mixtape to stereo. The, that's all we know of Middlesbrough.
0: And I realized like, how like, and I realized, Oh, I am quite drunk. Cause I started walking in slow motion. Oh dear. Right. Oh Christ. So I felt, it's
3: not uh, ideal. this
0: is, this is a place that I'm in. Yeah. Um, and I'll explain more about the general night after we stop recording because it's a, it, there's a lot of funny stuff in there oh, yeah. uh, doesn't need to be out there in the public. But what <laughs> I will say is that I ended up bumping in this homeless bloke, and I think it's the homeless bloke. You know that um when we walked by and went, do you have any change? And we're like, no, sorry, mate. He goes, no worries. And then Reese would actually think I do, and then he ran after him.
1: Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. think
0: I think it was that bloke. Oh, okay. I think it was that dude. He was a nice guy. Yeah. And he was like, hey, mate, do you have any change? And I've been asked by so many people, mm. do, do I have any spare change? Do I have any spare change? And I gave all the change I could. And, then, uh-huh. you know, I gave some, some change to some people. To some people, I just went, nah, sorry, man. But at this yeah. point, I was like, you know what? <laughs> I took a big gamble here, Rob, because the only oh, money cars. I had on me was taxi money. Oh, no. So, so this was the only money I had left it with me. So I took a gamble, and I reached into my blazer. I went, yeah, all I have is this, mate. And I just grabbed the first note that I could. I had two 20s. No, I had one twenty and three tenors. I pulled out the tenor.
2: Oh, thank so God. that was
0: lucky. Jesus was, Christ. So I went, oh, I've just got this, mate. And he took it. He went, oh, Arthur, hey, hey, do you do any... <laughs> And I went, oh, no, nah, mate, sorry, no, nah, I don't. He ah. went, and he went, what about coffee? Do you drink coffee? I went, yeah, I drink coffee. So then he whipped off his JD sports bag and then pulled out one of those, like, refrigerated black coffees. What? Like Starbucks black coffees. Like, yeah. And he's like, here you here go, go, mate. I went, oh, cheers, thanks. for
1: <laughs> What the fuck?
0: <laughs> you didn't drink that right. You didn't. I no, I looked at it like the next morning and it ran out like it was it was sealed, it wasn't opened, it was Right, sealed. okay. But it but it ran out November. Oh. <laughs> it went out went out oh. day in November. So no I didn't drink I it. I was gonna say, then,
1: Jesus <laughs> Christ. I thought you meant as in he gave you a like a ready made <laughs> no, coffee that like, I was sh- like, Yeah, here you go, mate. And then it just pulls out just like a Starbucks that he'd bought like before or whatever.
0: It's sloshed around, is
1: That's insane. No. That is like, do do you do cocaine? No. No. Oh, do you do you want some coffee? Why is that? that? Is two business endeavors. That's what I thought. Cocaine I thought. and instant coffee. That's insane.
0: I lay, I lay ended up me, oh, and that's another thing. I then got to McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Anna wasn't. Anna and Ella were not there. So then I once again try to like call them and I was like, where are you? And all I could see is Anna with not her front-facing camera, with her just phone camera. Yeah. And she is, she is showing me Ella in front of a cash machine, clearly not hitting buttons. Right, brilliant. <laughs> so I'm like, where are you? Woo, we're going to stereo. I went, you go, did you say you're going to stereo? Woo! It hangs up. <laughs> go, oh, <laughs> <sake."> <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like in that I'm just like but and, and then I realised I don't know the way to stereo.
1: Oh I just no. people.
0: So i like just like about and I see this group of people and I go, I walk up, I go, Hey, I'm sorry to be a nuisance, but you do know where stereo do you know what stereo is? Yeah. I'm trying to meet people there, do you know where stereo is? Because yeah, we're going there, follow us. So I go, nice. okay. <gasps>
1: So gonna gonna buy some cocaine on on coffee.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly enough that's a massive business venture in Middlesbrough. What I discovered that time <laughs> it was just coffee and cocaine. <laughs> oh. no, to, no, but then I ended up and I'm I'm describing this because it's relevant. Mm-hmm. What I was oh. wearing what I was wearing on this on this night I was wearing a red v neck, like a maroon v neck. Okay. Uh, my black blazer, sleeves rolled up. Yeah. Um, I was wearing black chinos, black skinny chinos, and my yeah. Converse. Nice. I say this because I, Alas, who is amongst this group, looked at me. I was like, hey, do, are you into music? And I went, yeah, I am actually. And she went, looked me up and down and went, Nirvana. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I got profiled.
1: That's insane. I, I mean, like, I was I was waiting for Green Day. <laughs>
0: no, <laughs> to be honest, Nirvana, and I went. I mean, yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. I like Nirvana,
0: but I was like, that, that was the first time I felt like, oh, this person doesn't even know me. Yeah, and they just you've been, <laughs> and they give off those
1: vibes. Now that's prejudice.
0: Yeah, and then, I, <laughs> and then the 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 rest of the night. Is not stuff relevant to a funny podcast story, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and the other night out, uh, we re- I, f- I was a part of the crew for The Day Job, George Dixon's new film. Yes. Um, really excited to see how it comes out. I was the focus puller. Yeah. Uh, we had long days, but fun-ass days, really good time, big <laughs> fan. Uh, we had a wrap party on the Monday. Nice. Um, and again, I'll talk more about that with you, about more that happened in that rap pie after we uh, yes. record, uh, stopped recording. You know bits. You know bits. I do you know bits and bits. bobs of uh, what was going on there. One of the things that happened, though, was since this was a Monday, Buckhole was open on a Monday. So what ended <laughs> up happening was we went to Three Brass Monkeys because George really mm. wanted to do karaoke. George Dixon, this is, really wanted there you to go. do karaoke. Um, uh, and Three Brass Monkeys uh, does karaoke. Not this
1: night, they didn't.
0: Uh, oh,
1: so, so, he didn't just go so, in and start singing, did he? No, 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 no. All right, okay, I was so, going to so, say.
0: So Anna Band, being yeah. the legend she was, she asked someone at a bar who, there was a bloke at a bar who just so happened to be who used to own Jax. Brilliant. Jax isn't open now. Oh, uh, yeah. Done, yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. So the guy who used right. to own Jax, so he knew all the people, so he knew all the bars and shit. He went like, he went, right. I called the Claridon. They said if they they'll shut at midnight if people aren't there by twenty to twelve. But if you buy there at twenty to twelve, they'll stay open until one. And we were like, we're fuck, let's all go. So those downed our drinks. Nice. We me and Anna told people, just go to the Claridon. There's a load of us, by the way. There's loads of us. We're like go to the Clarendon. We'll meet you there. Cause Anna was clearing glasses. I was still finishing my drink. So, yeah. and we were like, just fucking go. Just, we were telling people to go. Otherwise they're not going to keep open. Mm. Me, Anna and Connor Scott were just hanging back at the bar for a bit. Yeah. And we then walked out to see everyone still stood outside. And we were like, what are you doing? It was like, we're waiting for you. And we were like, we're waiting for you. It's like, we told you to go. So then me and Anna start pegging it. Yeah. We start legging it. So me and Anna basically burst into an empty claridon. And then we go, like, (laughs) whiskey. We're here. (laughs) And then everyone else comes in. Turns out there was no karaoke on there as well.
3: They Uh... had the same, but
0: no. And then George, all George wanted, all George Dixon wanted was to sing in the air tonight. That's all he wanted. That's all he wanted. He, he gave me a bit of a lecture telling me that Phil Collins is best when he's heartbroken. Right. That, that, which I agree, George, actually. Good on him, yeah. Uh, I, I, had a lot, I, I talked a lot with that man. We learned a lot about each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then what ended up happening was, you probably saw the video, Anna couldn't get the bar to put karaoke on, but she basically just put a song request on. So the bar then just put, in the air tonight and god bless the barmaid she she also as of requested just turned up just turned the music up so uh, what the Claridon was subject to was george dixon me Mm. and connor lovett yeah in the center of the Claridon, just bellowing in the air tonight (laughs) nice bellowing it, to the point where I looked over and there was a bloke at the bar covering his ears, looking at me, giving me a, like like a cheeky little sly look about like saying how bad we were. And I, there's a, there's a video of me of that happening, and I look at him, I go, "Come on, everybody!" Then, no, one else, no one else, no one else joined in, but yeah, good ass, fantastic night, like stuff, that. good 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 ass time. Get, get yeah. excited for the day job, fellas!
1: Yeah, I am excited for the day job. I'm excited to see see what's going on there
0: yeah no good story. hell yeah no. man but yeah that, that's been that's been the Oscar W Fitchett night's out. <laughs> excellent more information will be had to you Robbie after yes after recording but yes is there anything yes. you want to say before we move on from intermission
1: um, I don't I don't think so I think I'm I think I'm pretty much caught up uh, I think I mean I said I said what uh, what was going on with me early doors I think I haven't really been yeah, up to so much yeah. to be honest so yeah. yeah
0: job applying job applying
1: yeah just jobs and shit well, that being oh, said, yeah, so, yes. Should
0: we, should we move on from the
1: intermission and into
0: <gasps> the negative letterbox reviews? Oh
1: my god, yes, we should. I love this section so much. If Favorite you're unfamiliar,
0: guy. if you're unfamiliar with the segment, this is where we go to the social media site Letterboxd, uh, where we go to the film we've been talking about, and we go to uh, neg- We go to the half a star reviews and see what comes out of here, and we'll yes. see if anything goes into a hall of fame. We might have some good stuff. I don't know. God, I hope so. I don't know. I can't think of any... Oh, no, Dustin Hoffman. Might, it might have some controversial shit. It might, just be uh, someone, it might just be someone saying, fuck Dustin Hoffman for that time where you almost got me to would
1: Yeah. Did he get me too'd? Is Dustin Hoffman I cancelled? I, I, see, I don't, I don't know. Because I, I was trying to figure... When Julia was saying that, she was a big fan of it. I only knew vaguely that something had happened with him. I, yeah. I went research, and I genuinely couldn't figure out whether, whether he was or not. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Who's to say?
0: Well, find, maybe Letterboxd can tell us.
1: Yeah, maybe Letterboxd will let us now.
0: Okay, first one. Here we go. Half yeah. a star. Oh, shit. Hang on a minute. Right. Half a star. I thought this was going to be a boxing movie.
1: Very solid good start. Uh, it's, so a star. great, it's a solid start.
0: Uh, this is a bit of a lengthy one. Half a star. Okay, someone wrote a review here and said this movie is dated. It was made in 1979. What the heck do you mean dated? This movie is still very relevant, honestly. I want to add that I'm reading a half-star review. Um, So what's worse? Parents that are toxic and half self-aware enough to separate and let the child go through it, or parents that are toxic and aren't self-aware enough so they torture themselves for the child and the child still goes through it but is also guilty now. Which one? Was it like really well made? Probably not. Were their performances really good? Yeah it was. Do I feel bad that this child might grow up and become a Tarantino dude, bro? Yes. Could this could this movie have been even more entertaining? Yes. Is that child the best part of the movie? Yes, of course. Other thoughts? Mel Shreep being a creep. Hoffman making French toast. I don't quite know what to make of this review, Robbie.
1: That's not you just listed things. That's not it's uh... a... Very, very...
0: it's just scattered notes.
1: Yeah, that's not of half a star review. If anything, it seemed quite positive. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah, know about exactly. that.
0: exactly. Uh, the next half a star seems to be written in Spanish, and I'm not doing it. All I can Do see... It. I can see uh, one... Wo- I can, right, I'll read one line in broken Spanish. Yes, vista, please. Uh, vista al interno del ciclo
1: marriage story. Very good. So, is that... Um... This movie yeah. was ripped off by a Marriage Story, but in Spanish. Maybe. I don't know. Who's to say?
0: Um, half a star. Divorce court dad chic.
1: Okay. Was that written by Jared Little's character from... House <laughs> of Gucci. House of Gucci.
3: Ah. <laughs> so chic. <laughs> uh,
0: half a star. Exceedingly spare mise on scene and staging. Coupled with completely over overwrought silly performances that is not what divorce is like at all manhattan should have been the best picked of 1979 oh best pictured manhattan the woody allen film yeah um
1: shut up dude you yeah, don't know yeah. anything yeah hell you talking about
0: Overwrought. Uh, anyway that's all the half star reviews one star okay. One star. Thought this was going to be a good film, like Alien versus Predator or Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, but there's no a- But there's no action like at all. You get me? Total waste of 99p I paid for this film, isn't it?
1: Oh <laughs> uh, god. They're doing this very good. They're doing a sequel to Godzilla versus Kong for some reason. Fine. They're teaming up or something. Aren't they? Godzilla and Kong. Yeah. They'll do a classic. Uh, they punch for a bit and then they're mates, I imagine. No. Uh-huh. Yeah, very good.
0: Good review. That's the best one so far.
1: Yeah, I like that one.
0: I like it. Total Waste of 99 love like yeah. He went into the 99 pen store and just... Oh, <laughs> he went to, probably went to Kex. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Um, one star. Neither Kramer is Kramer for Seinfeld.
1: Yeah, I get you. I get your point. Yeah, yeah. I get what you're uh, saying. Um,
0: one star. I don't fuck with
1: divorce. Yeah, well, maybe you will one day when you get a wife, alright? Maybe, M- maybe, maybe one day you'll talk to a woman and then you'll get divorced and then then you probably won't fuck with divorce still because it's probably not a good thing. It's probably I, awful. Don't
0: think, I don't think anyone's like, you know what I'll fuck with? I can fuck with divorce. Yeah, yeah I can fuck with... I
1: can, I can get behind divorce. Fuck yeah, you talking to... That. No, hey,
0: hey, that should be my Tinder profile. Hey, let's fuck with divorce.
1: Yeah, I'll fuck with see, divorce.
0: See what... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, that implies that we get married and we have, like, some yeah. future. Yeah. It just means I'm planning on ending very soon. Well, not very uh, soon. I'm planning on ending uh, yeah. in, quite, in quite a horrific court case.
1: I enjoy long walks on the beach and I fuck with divorce. <laughs> all, I'm all about it.
0: All those things, all those yeah. things. I got a spare ticket to Kendrick Lamar. I like long walks on the beach and I fuck with divorce. And
1: I fuck with divorce. What do you want?
0: Um... One star. I don't know. I don't know or care which Kramer won, but I know I lost two hours of my life.
1: Here's a horrible thing for this guy to hear. Um, every two hours of every day is two hours that you've lost. I mean, you, yeah. ne- you yeah. never. Time is finite. You never get that back. All right. Wow. Christ. I, it's a a parents, just therapy, a stupid therapy, thing. Uh, a therapy, stupid therapy, thing therapy, to say. Yeah, it's a dumb thing to say. Oh, that's two hours of my life. I'll never get back. Yeah, so, so is every two hours of your life. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Lucky man. Spend it well. Fuck you.
0: And the last one is one star. There are, there are three sides to this love story. Shame we didn't see the third one. After reading this Vanity Fair piece, I can't be bothered to rate this higher than one star. What's this Vanity Fair piece?
1: There's three uh, sides to this love story. Are they talking about the kid? I think Meryl. Yeah. Oh, no.
0: Um, uh, there's a Vanity Fair article called uh titled How Meryl Streep battled Dustin Hoffman, retooled her role and won her first Oscar. So there must be. I'll I'll be interested in giving this a read, but it doesn't sound like it should be. Fuck this film though. Yeah. I don't know. Um Come at, down. 29, at twenty-nine Meryl Streep was grieving for a dead lover for Oh yeah, she lost John Cazale, roughly like close oh.
2: Right, yeah, Our boy.
0: Right, right, yeah. The face of the intermission. God damn. Yeah. yeah Fallen for her future husband and son to work on Kramer versus Kramer. This movie would make her a star. Blah, 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 blah. I'll, I'll give that article a read. Uh, that was good. Yeah. yeah. I think the best say, one. Has to...
1: Best one's the Godzilla versus Kong one, right?
0: Not sure if it's a Hall of Fame. Would you say Hall of Fame?
1: I don't think it's Hall of Fame, but it's, know, it's good. It's the best That's... one. It's the best. A strong second is the. I thought this was a boxing movie. That's pretty good. That's a good. That's that strong.
0: That was a nice start to this section. Yeah, it was. last time in a while. Well Hold uh, on, everyone. There you go. That was the uh, negative letterbox review section.
1: That segment for, lives uh, on. It, it continues will, to live. It's been. It's been threatened to be killed multiple times. It has. And tried. it just it just won't die.
0: That's started more become the intermission section than. Like that's starting to feel more like an intermission than the actual intermission.
1: Yeah. Do
0: you know what I mean? Because like the, the intermission
1: like... is more just we're just talking about whatever.
0: Yeah. 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 That, feel, that But the negative letterbox feels more like. Now let's chill.
1: Everyone, <laughs> no, everyone, now, just chill for a minute. Right?
0: We're gonna we're gonna read some negative letterbox reviews. Anyway. Oh yeah. Um. But yeah, that brings us towards the ending of, uh, this episode. Episode thirty-one yeah season, man uh one of the intermission the third episode of season four yeah. of the intermission podcast uh this was our this was the dustin hoffman film of the list yeah of the uh the 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 section if you and then next week robin yeah if you remember we're we're going back to jimmy stewart we're oh hell yeah stewart. we're going back to our boy boy uh, one of our boys yeah, he he, he we, he's like amongst the Mount Rushmore. We need like a fourth. Yeah. Who who's the fourth? right, so the Mount Rushmore, without a doubt, is it's we got it's John Gazal.
1: Yeah. He Bruce takes Lee. up most of the mountain. Yeah, Bruce Lee.
0: And it's and it's uh, Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. Who would the fourth? Do we have a fourth?
1: Santa Claus. The man Santa that is Kring- the man that is legally Santa Claus.
0: Chris Kringle so Edmund Edmund Gwynn.
1: Yeah. Chris Kringle.
0: We'll throw him on there, cause why not? Yeah, fuck it, he why deserves it. We'll throw Santa, not yeah. the actor, Santa. Yeah, Claus. Santa
1: Claus, the, the guy, <laughs> the very real guy, Santa Claus.
0: But yeah, but yeah, the next next week we're going to Jimmy Stewart. We're going to Night and Forty, Jimmy Stewart. We're going to Jimmy Stewart. But who else are we going to? We're going to within this film. We're also seeing Katharine Hepburn and Cary Grant. That's some. Nice Hollywood Golden era royalty right there. The film is The Philadelphia Story. We're going to a nice little rom-com from the 40s, Robbie. Very nice. Uh, with Jimmy Stewart.
1: Um, yeah. A
0: film that you know fuck all about.
1: I don't know nothing, man.
0: So, I, f- I famously
1: know nothing about anything. Yeah, anything. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. anything. Anything. Except, be- unless you're listening to this, any people hiring from ITV, except for editing and post-production, of which I know everything. There
0: you go. So, very much. So, so the things that <laughs> I really talked to you about when we stopped recording, I need to mention about this new film that I'm writing. Yeah, I talked to you about the rest of one night out and the rest of another night out. Oh yeah. Uh, and uh, oh, do you know what I learned? Because I, on. I once again did a thing like so. If we keep this consistent, like weekly, mm-hmm. which I think we can do.
3: Yeah.
0: Pretty, pretty, like, fine. I think. Yeah. Um. Once again, if we just continue this season every week, mm-hmm. that'll lead us once again. Till this season will end a week before the Halloween weekend. Ah. so so this season will once again lead right to the ha- Halloween special. Very good. So good shit. Good shit. stuff. Yeah. But Philadelphia stories next week. Get excited! I'm looking forward to that. forward yeah. to, uh, once again, Jimmy Stewart. I've enjoyed doing this. You know, genuinely. Before this, before hopping on um, here and getting back to doing it. I was getting really giddy. I was getting really yeah. excited about the thought I've, of I've doing the admission this. again. Yeah. Even though we're over Skype again, you know, with are not yeah. person, But person.
1: Still, it's, uh, I, I've, I've missed it dearly. I'm glad yeah, we're back. Same. We're, we're back with a problems. goddamn vengeance.
0: And thank you very much, Lewis. Let's, let's have a bit of silence so, like, Lewis can say a bit of peace. Uh, so we can edit and submit that he's going to say. So um, over to you, Lewis. Hello.
1: This is just a short message to Oscar and Robbie that it was an absolute pleasure to have to edit out all of the feedback coming from Robbie's computer. Expert knows what he's doing. He doesn't need headphones. No one needs him. He's an expert. Goodbye. Thank you very much, Lewis. (laughs)
0: um, Yes, as I said in the beginning, uh, all things uh, intermission are in the description, uh, including our Instagrams and letterbox, as well as information for mental health, if you need it. Uh, you have survived your worst days, and uh, let's, uh, let's 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 uh, let's tune out until next week, Robin.
2: <gasps> <Bye! laughs>